job, Kyle. Yeah, well, we're live. <laughs> All right. Hey, All and, right. Job and, Kyle. Kyle. and job, Kyle. <laughs> and job, Kyle. We'll be joining us at 710. He's giving out two for ones. That's right. <laughs> Reach arounds are free of charge. They, they, oh, I didn't realize he was charging in the first place. Well, I mean, it's it's a promotional appearance. Seven dollars and ten cents. Seven ten for a handy, huh? Seven ten for hand job, Kyle. Huh? That's a fucking bargain. That seems like a bargain. Fuck yeah. Great deal. Well, it, like you know what? It's like the first one's free. Then you got to pay for the next one. That's how they hook you. <laughs> oh yeah. He's got all the techniques. That's how. That's how he. That's how he hooks you. He's got the techniques to make the knees weak. Fucking Luthez is, is Luthez is jealous of his hooking ability. <laughs> so is Jerry Briscoe. Oh. <laughs> so is Chris Pronger. Ugh. Ooh. I was gonna say that, that one that probably a doesn't hit. That's a hockey reference. Yeah. Oh, Prongs. Is he Prong. dead? I don't think he's dead. I think he's dead. No. Is he dead? Chris Pronger? Chris Pronger dead? No way. Did he die? Did he die? I know one of your guys died. Uh one of my guys died? Whoa! One, and one this the, is how I find out about it? One, one of the Minnesota Wild uh, enforcers passed away. Talking about Oli Anderson? Chris Pronger. Oli <laughs> Anderson. You said one of your fucking, I don't know, Minnesota enforcers, yeah. Oh, no, he's still with us. Yeah, I thought he was. Oh, wait. Oh, no, playing career, 1993 to 2011. <laughs> so that means he's dead? No, no, his, his playing career was, oh, was that. He sucks. Yeah. Um, God, who am I thinking of? Uh, the Minnesota guy, the enforcer that died. Uh, is, he, he played all over the place, but. Um, it's Arn Booga- Anderson. Boogard. Boogard. Yeah, Kyle Boogard. Oh, Rick Boogs. Yeah, the Boogs. Rick Boogs. Yeah, Boogard. The Boogemeister. The Boogeyman. Yeah. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah man. God damn. God, fucking what a disaster. Has anyone gotten more longevity out of a character than the boogeyman? I mean, I'm sure there are a million other answers, but like that didn't deserve it. Why? Why didn't he deserve it? The boogeyman? That was the, the dumbest character I've ever seen in my life. He's still out there doing his thing. But he did. All right, so all right, so he deserved it. The all right, the man deserved it. But the character did not deserve the, the shelf life that it had. He got a he, he beat JBL at WrestleMania or Booker T, one of the two. Booker T and Charmel. It was a handicap match. Paisley. Oh. <laughs> We're doing this again. That's right. <laughs> oh boy. God. He appears at cons all the time. He is a con. Oh, he's coming he's... to get you. Boogeyman. <laughs> the Boogeyman. Well, if you couldn't tell, folks, Matt's not here tonight. No. And we don't have a guest at 9.15. That's nice. Yeah. You know, I did like him, though. He was was hysterical. It was fun. Great interview. Yeah. Hell of a guy. Did uh, either one of you guys go see his set? Not even close. Huh. You swore up and down you were going, dude. Yeah, but then we, we had the girls come over to do the tree on Friday. So... Oh, that's right. You were mentioning family stuff. Yeah, that that um, that Ugh. happened after I committed to going to the comedy show. My dad scheduled that. So, family over everything, my man. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. Well, I mean, maybe your family sucks. Kind of like mine. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tony, you look perplexed, man. What's going on? I'm just reading the chat. I can't believe how fucking lit up and lively it is already, and we just started this thing. Oh, we're well, packed. We haven't even geez. done the intro yet. Yeah. Shit. Well, let's rip the tits off this bitch. Hell yeah! We got a Whoa. great show tonight. Apron Bump Kyle's joining us for a new monthly segment called The Hardest Part of the Ring. Uh, I will not say any more comments because I get in trouble every time I talk about Kate. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cover the world of wrestling. Uh, Ring of Honor actually had, from what I understand, a pretty good pay-per-view this weekend. I watched it. I watched some of it until I got aggravated. We'll talk <laughs> about all that and more. Oh, you shocker. Episode 668 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. It was wrestling and I didn't like it. Coming right at you. Coming right at you. <laughs> The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now... It's time for the Shining Wizards. You are watching the Shining Wizard. You are watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. tuned in live to episode number 668 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast coming to you live on social media go with you wherever you go on each and every one of those streaming and podcasting platforms we are almost done with 2023 so let's jump into some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling tony bitch i'm handsome kevin and it's k j g Fellas, it's hard to believe 2023 is almost over, right? Uh, not yeah. really. All right. Now I hear no from you and yes from you. So where do we stand? KJG. What up? I can't believe it's almost over. Long I year? Can't believe it's, I can't believe it's almost a very long year. Very long year. Huh. Handsome very... Kevin, not, not long enough? Ah, just, you know, every year you hear that. Can't believe the year's almost done. I can't believe the can't believe it's almost Christmas. Why, motherfucker? Look at the calendar. It doesn't change. Well, day it changes day. Yeah, it changes, day. It changes every point. day. I see your point because I always get like that when daylight savings time happens. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe how dark it's getting. Dude, every fucking year it yep. happens. 
So, like, you could be disappointed. How about this? Start saying, I, I, I'm very disappointed that it's happening. Don't say you're surprised. Like, I can't believe how dark it's getting so early because you know it's going to happen. It's the same day every year. We get the shit with the weather here, too, because it snows, it snows a ton or, like, we get real cold temperatures. Like, can you believe how cold it is? Yeah. Yeah. Sure can. Yeah. <laughs> Put so, it together, yeah, you, guy. Sh- you should have a more literal reaction to it than, like, you should be like, either you're happy or you're upset or you're indifferent. Like, that's uh-huh. that should be it. Like, oh man, I'm really upset that it's getting, you know, super dark super early, or I'm really upset it's the end of the year, or it's like maybe the year sucked and you're really happy that it's over, mm. or you're just like, I don't give a fuck because it's just another day and time doesn't matter. Yeah. We're all getting, we're all getting yeah. fucking older anyway, so what difference does it make? You know, I will say this. It, it does seem like it, it's gone by super fast since since I was in Jersey, right? That doesn't seem like it was that long ago. When was that, July? I don't fucking August. remember. August. August. Yeah, August. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. You yeah. know why? You had, you had a good time when you were here. That's why. What a fucking great time. I can't but, wait to get back. But I think that's what plays into it. Like, the more... The more pleasurable the experience, the more likely it is to seem like it's not so far in the past, you know? Oh, yeah, or far in the future. Like, how long have you been married? Gee, boy, don't put me on the spot like that. Uh, Ballpark, 10 years, maybe? Uh, we've been together, I think, 12. Okay, but, uh, but... Married for six you better years? hope she's not listening. Uh, so somewhere in the, I remember the I remember the the anniversary day. That's the important part. But you remember, <laughs> but you remember the wedding day too, because it was an important day. Right, you know, yeah, like you're marrying right. the love of your life. You know sure, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Seems like only yesterday you were putting a ring on her finger. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What I'm talking about. Yeah. Seems like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'm actually excited. I, I'm 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 ready for 2024, man. Ooh. Ready for it. I'm here for it. No, I'm ready for the holidays. Once January 2nd comes around and I realize we got to do this shit all over again for another 364 days, it's like, ugh. Actually, actually, after January 1st, I'll be another 365 officially because we have a leap year coming next year. Can you believe we have another leap year this year? <laughs> what, oh, what, the is the, what, what is this? Four years since the last one? <laughs> Dude, this is really annoying. My fucking head looks like a marshmallow. Does it? it does actually. You're right. I'm fucking. It's like the light is right on my goddamn head. I'm gonna try to sashay back a little bit. Hold on. Yeah, do a little sashay. I'm not trying to rush through the holidays because I do enjoy Christmas. I enjoy it now that I have the, the nieces and they're getting older and they actually appreciate the gifts that you get them. And um, but I'll, I'm going to Florida the first weekend in January, so I just need to. I need. I need it to, to hurry up. I need uh, that Florida sun. Going to Mexico in February, so I, I know where you're at. There you go, baby. Oh yeah. I tell you what, though, you're right with the kids because, like, when they're like a year old, you're just sitting there with them and opening gifts and handing them to them, and they have no fucking idea. Yeah. They'd rather play with the wrapping paper or the box. They don't really give a shit. I will say this though: they might appreciate it more, but the gifts don't get any cheaper. Oh no, definitely so, not. It's brutal. Definitely not. The shit I'm buying for my kid is insane, and I don't want to say because well, I don't know you, if he's don't listening. Even have a, but... That's not a, you don't even have a kid. You have a caveman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a caveman up there, Tony. He's a monster. Shit, take it easy. He's a galoot, if you will. Yeah. A galoot. 
Is that the right word? Yeah, galoot. Yeah. 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 Bucks of galoot. No, it's just no, they used to like say a, it in the cartoons, right? Yeah, like you're oh, what a galoot! Like he's like a kind of like a, a caveman adjacent, a, a galoot, a clumsier, oafish person. That's right. Oh, I got you. It's a galoot. Often as a term, say of, oaf, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to insult the kid. Often as a term of abuse. <laughs> I always, I always thought like Bugs Bunny called like like Elmer Fudd a galoot, didn't he? It, the galoot was thrown around quite loosely back in the day. I would call him like a maroon too. Mar- what a maroon. maroon! Maroon is what I remember. I don't remember galoot. Yeah, galoot's. galoot's My gym thing. teacher used to use a phrase called "faccia galoop." I, I, that's got to be an Italian thing, but I never heard it anywhere else. Faccia galoop. Ah, you're such a faccia galoop. Never heard of that. Yeah, galoot. Though, well, you know? maybe well. we shouldn't be using the word maroon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that a Native American thing? No, but you're on the right track. Yeah. All right, let's not use it. Let's not even, let's not even dive into that. No, but uh, fucking Bugs Bunny used it. How bad could it be? Well, isn't thinking. that why that Looney Tunes isn't on the air anymore? Because No, Looney Tunes is on the air. Certain episodes aren't. I don't think you can find Looney Tunes unless it's one of those channels that still like airs the Cosby Show. Oh, it's not on like it's not on like Fox or anything like that for sure. But they're I still out there. I just watched the Cosby Show the other day. There's well, still dun, one dun, channel dun, that airs dun, the Cosby Show. Yeah, BET. No, it's, it's not BET. No, there's definitely one that airs it though, because it was a, it was like a block of Cosby and then a block of a different world, and I think a block of Living Single after that. So I mean, all the crap with notwithstanding, how good of a show was the Cosby Show? A great show incredible show yeah it was good but i don't know what else to say yeah that's it it's It's hilarious man it was it was such a good show (sighs) you had to rank your top five fucking justin i hate you lady lady later 80s early 90s like sitcoms like what would be off the top of your head like top five 80s sitcoms like 80s 90s ish hmm probably seinfeld probably married with children married with children for sure uh i don't know in no particular order i wasn't into friends but friends was a big big fucking deal that's mid 90s yeah i'm going like i want to go like tgif era like Oh God! Like fucking Urkel and shit like that. Well, they don't have to be TGIF shows, but just from that era, like. Cosby but I mean, if you're gonna do that, you got to go for Full House, right? You kind of have to. Full House was tremendous when we were in that demographic for it. Yeah. And you know what? Watching Fuller House, where Stephanie got them big fucking hitters, not a bad show. Of course. <laughs> you know what? You know what's a sneaky good show from that era? What? Is uh, Perfect Strangers. Oh, with Balky yeah. Bartakamoose. Yeah, the Dance of Joy. Sneaky. Speaking of which, sneaky, sneaky funny. Netflix is doing a new movie in the Beverly Hills Cop series, and Bronson Pinchot is back. Yeah, look at that. Oh. You know what was a great show? Because you guys mentioned Married with Children. What was the ripoff that like the WB did? Oh, unhappily, unhappily ever after. Yep. Unhappily, that was a tremendous show. Nah, it was it was all Nikki Cox, dude. Come on. Was, no, yeah. no, it was it was the kid from Entourage too. He was funny in it. The bunny. Was the imaginary bunny was funny? Um, now, what was the was was it Greg? Was Greg no, the it was like no Cop, Greg the like bunny Cop. was a different show with um the guy that does fuck with that's with Seth Green. 
That was the Seth Green show. Um, I think it was legit called like Hoppy or some shit like that or Floppy. Hoppity? Floppy? No. It was. Oh God, who? It was what's his name? Generic rabbit name. I'm it was sure. Bobcat Goldwaith did the voice. Yes. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was Floppy. Floppy? Maybe I'm wrong about that, but uh, it doesn't sound. Check it out. Hold that's on. what I'm going with. Can you beat that? I thought it was a regular. Mr. Name. It, no, Kevin's right, Mister Floppy. Mister Floppy. Well, yeah. There you go. Oh, That's yeah. not you, <laughs> Mr. Floppy. Uh, uh, speaking of Mr. Floppy, <laughs> he's giving us the fucking thumbs up. Holy shit! Uh, all right, you want you want to bring him in while I put up his uh, his brand stuff? Yeah, I can do that. I think yeah, we'll try that. Oh, hey, look at that! We'll try this. Wow. Hey, that. my brand. He says, "Hell yeah!" yeah. This guy appreciate it. Hardest Hand, part of the ring. Handjob Kyle. What's somebody, up, Apron Bump Kyle? Oh, man. I just got myself a nice woo energy. Ready ready for this? <laughs> Ugh. Does it taste like fungi? It tastes like what like what I would imagine Ric Flair would taste like. Ugh. Salt on an airplane? Championships and glory? Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like, we got strawberry banana. It's like I'm eating out of his belly button, though. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Come on, dude. I'm just saying, I didn't make it. I'm telling you, I'm calling it as I taste it. Yeah, no, tell me more about it, but look me in the eyes while you do it. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I don't know. Woo wings! This fucking guy. <laughs> Enough. Go to bed. Go to bed. You know what I'm saying? Who's hey, with me? Kyle, before we get started, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Mr. Greg Cherry met his demise last week. I did. I listened. I uh, I was the cheerleader. I was waving my pom poms upon his demise. So, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, dude. Get, take take your get get your flowers, Kevin. You deserve it. <laughs> I do. That was very I impressive. Don't, I, don't, I don't foresee a long reign, but I'm but I'm uh, but I'm here for it. No, with that no, attitude. No, no, of course not. No, I'm a I'm a optimum pessimist. So, are you? That's right. I like it. Yep. I like it. That's it. OP. <laughs> they call him OP. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, I was trying to think of a better name. Somebody said Busty Corners in the chat. Maybe that could be a good one for next yeah. time. I don't know. Maybe Busty? we'll workshop it. Rusty Busty Corners. <laughs> we, we, we came up with what it's called and uh, something, 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 something. That's good. Those are the those are the names that me and HK came up with. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You came up with those. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So it's like what it's called with Kyle, or something, 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 something with Kyle. Yeah. So we're going for handjob corner. Yeah. Oh. Handjob corner. Yeah, I think that's hmm. what we had talked about. No. Yeah, you called him handjob Kyle. So. Wow. Well, I mean, handjob Kyle would be handjob corner. I mean, you know. Right. Like you could, you wouldn't call it the body shop, and Roddy Piper would be hosting, right? I mean, right? Kyle's like Honky Tonk Man's not hosting the Snake Pit. Jake the Snake's hosting the Snake Pit. Handjob Kyle hosts the Handjob Corner, the Pink Snake Pit. No, is it brown? <laughs> is it brown? Uh, well, I, I guess you've noticed the idiot with the soundboard isn't here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the show was missing something. Although he was he was more than happy to direct traffic in his absence, by the way. <laughs> He's like, I'm sure make sure you talk about this. Make sure you talk about that. Yeah, he sent me the script, too. I got it. Don't oh, worry. you got a script? Did, did yeah, we get yeah. a script? Did I get a script? 
I take it you guys didn't get a script either. It could have been one of the seventy-eight text messages we got today. Pretty uh. sure, pretty sure what Kyle got was scripts, not a not a script. Uh. Oh, uh. while he's taking that Woo Energy drink. There we go. <laughs> hey, did you have to buy more than one can of that? And what did it set you back? I think it was a six pack. Oh, you're stuck drinking five more of those fucking things. Yeah. Well, this is the third one. So the oh. blueberry. Here, let me tell you something. So the blueberry is fine. It's you should have called great. it Wooberry. That's, That's fun. Nice. That's fun. That would have yeah. been the way to go. I'm not really? totally sure he didn't. I, I got to go check. But uh, yeah, the strawberry banana is fun. The candy flavor is the worst. It is just, I don't know what they were thinking. It tastes like mushrooms. What that type one. of candy? Just some ambiguous, vague candy. Okay, ambiguous candy. That's concerning. A little candy, you know what I'm saying, huh? I'm, not, I'm, I'm touching my nose, cocaine. Oh, see, I was going the other way. I thought maybe he had a strumpet named Candy at one point in time. <laughs> mm. Tastes like candy. Woo! Did it have a couple of stray hairs in it? What the fuck's a strumpet? <laughs> a strumpet. Google it. It's like a whore. A strumpet? Yeah. yeah. It's called a strumpet. I've never heard of it room. either. You guys never saw Kevin. What's HK? What's the movie? What's the movie? Something more to go off. I know. Fucking Jim Carrey missing the tooth in the front. Dumb and Dumb. dumb. Yes. They said they were going for tea and strumpets. You don't remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. A strumpet noun: a woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships. A female prostitute. There you go. Or a really good friend. That sounds like Ric Flair. Someone we would welcome in Hamjob Corner, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody that might belong in Hamjob Corner. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's get it on. You sit in that corner and you think about what you did, young lady. Hmm. <laughs> and think about what you're doing. <laughs> it was a nice way to finish that one off. <laughs> and what does she do? I'm not done yet. <laughs> Kyle, we were given very specific instructions to ask you about AJ Styles' return and WWE stuff. So let me get your mm. opinion. AJ Styles returned on SmackDown this past week, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to take this one. What do you think? Yeah, very weird. Yeah, I was um, AJ Styles. Like, I feel like I haven't really cared about AJ Styles in a while. Like, I love AJ Styles. I loved his TNA stuff. I've loved a lot of the stuff that he's done in WWE. Feels like the past couple of years he's kind of just been in this like limbo, like utility guy period, stuff with the OC that hasn't really hit. So I was kind of like checked out of AJ Styles, but when he came back looking delicious, I mean juicy as all get out, black jeans, seems like he has a bit of a different demeanor, and then kind of pseudo turning heel against LA Knight was a pleasant swerve and Seems like they're going in a different direction with him because, I mean, at his age, he needs to probably change his style eventually. So I think going in that direction is a positive uh, sign for his future. But I don't know what you guys think about it. So so you're telling me that he's Handjob Corner uh, worthy? I mean, he's the first uh, member of Handjob Corner. He goes <laughs> right in there. You know what I'm saying? Perpendicular lines intersecting. Boom. Put him right in there. Hair looks absolutely perfect. Still well-conditioned, still well-taken care of. I'm thinking, though, first thing that really went into my mind after the what-the-fuck thought about it was maybe L.A. Knight AJ Styles at Mania. Maybe that's where they're going. Give some, mm. give something for uh, L.A. Knight to do and getting a nice rub against a phenomenal one. I see what you did there. <laughs> that's right. It's on brand. 
so Kyle, clearly AJ like LA Knight is no longer in the the title picture. So I'm kind of leaning towards Tony on this. But I, like, there's something like about like, and they do it on Raw a lot too, where like the baby faces unite against like the heel stable. On, on mm-hmm. Raw, it's Judgment Day, and on SmackDown, it's been obviously the Bloodline. So seeing Randy Orton and LA Knight kind of unite as baby faces, having that third piece to to go with it kind of felt good uh, yeah. in the moment. And then he turns on LA Knight, so like obviously like SmackDown has been so good, and and I, there's no reason for me to doubt it, but I did question it. When it happened, when he did, did that turn on LA Knight, because I just like baby faces uniting against heels, mm-hmm. but we'll see where it goes, right? I do think, because I feel like everybody's kind of been in the same place. Like since last WrestleMania, it's always been like Roman's just doing a bunch of bullshit until the next WrestleMania where he finally loses the title. Like I don't think anybody's really like anticipated him losing the title until then, at least for the most part. So I like this wrinkle because in my mind, it could be a fatal four way at Rumble. You know, Roman, Randy, AJ, and uh, LA Knight. And then Ooh. something can break off of that, which, to your point, could break off into a, uh, L.A. Knight versus A.J. But it's, there's a lot of possibilities that this brings up now that A.J.'s here and that this character direction that he has. He's kind of like an, another a monkey wrench thrown in there that kind of shakes things up a little bit. And personally, I prefer A.J. as a heel, honestly, especially at this stage in his career. I think the most interesting stuff that he's done, like the, the beat up John Cena stuff and his run as WWE champion. I thought all that stuff was his best stuff, at least in WWE. And even like in TNA, he did a bunch of cool stuff. So I don't know, I'm, I'm just excited for it. It was a pleasant surprise last Friday. I'll tell you what. And, and we never, we didn't necessarily, cause he beat up, he, he defended against the bloodline too. So we could still have mm. that. Like if the, if the club comes back, you could still have AJ and the club feuding with the bloodline while he has beef with, uh, LA night for whatever reason, he'll probably stay next week. So like you said, there's a lot of different things they can do here. AJ styles could be like the next, like, like super tweener. Like he could be that, yeah. that guy that you could either root for. Or you could either hate because you love LA night, but you hate Roman reigns is. And obviously like Randy Orton, obviously he didn't attack Randy Orton, just LA night. Mm-hmm. So there, like you said, there's a whole lot of different directions they can go. And listen, at the end of the day, we're talking about it and, I'm asking questions. Like I'm one. I'm waiting for Friday night to see what happens on SmackDown. Cliffhanger action. Now, Kyle, what do you want to see happen with AJ Styles? Not what you think is going to happen. Mm. Not what you know direction you think they might go. Not not a hunch. What do you want to see happen? That is a great question, Kevin. Um, well, honestly, like. Wait, what was the question? What do I want? Yeah. I was, I was just looking into your eyes. I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> what do I want is um, for AJ. See, I don't love the the club personally. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. I think it could work as a heel uh, stable. I think as when they were like baby faces, you know, fucking around with Mia Yim. It was just kind of like in the background or whatever. But um, AJ... And HK, you, you've been watching his TNA stuff. You know how he wrestles. Like he can be—he's a high flyer, of course, yeah. but his striking is always so like snug, and his submission game and his power game is like really underrated. So I feel like his style lends itself to be just like a badass like ass kicker. I mean, wrestle in jeans. Let's just wrestle in jeans. Put some denim on. Put a vest on. Like all that shit. Like just go full on cowboy sons of anarchy on this shit. So. Uh, as far as like long term, I think LA Knight at WrestleMania is a good shout. Um, I don't see a world title reign in his future 
unless it's like maybe Seth Rollins belt as of right now. But that's like a lot of steps away. But I think LA Knight at WrestleMania is a good call for um, his immediate future, at least. You know, just another another faction. You have the LWO, you have the Bloodline, Judgment Day. I'm a, I'm a big faction guy over here. So Same. the more the merrier. I just, I, I, I don't know, man. The club, just, they've, yeah. done, they've done nothing. They're just there. I don't know. Maybe we put some new people in it. Who, who, no, who could, just uh, end the club. Just end the no, club. No, no. The, the, the OC, man. No. The, the uh, no. what's their tagline? The only club that matters? Yeah. Oh, really? They're the yeah. club factions. Club Med is the only club that matters, people. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't know. The so, antidote for civilization, as it were. So Triple H brought him back. So you got to figure he's going to want to do something with them. He brought back Flop Dollar. Now he's got diabetes. So like, Did oh, you didn't hear the... this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy's <laughs> I don't think he gave him diabetes. Oh, no. Apparently his flop over the top rope was uh, the, the, the telling sign that he was losing feeling in his feet. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Two that's years later, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that's what they all say. When are people going to stop driving around with marijuana in their possession in states where it's oh. not legal? The I wanted fuck? to bring that up. Your, your, your girl, your girl, live my girl, hero. Jersey's own represent. Yes, sir. I can't people. I can't believe people are still getting pulled over for that shit. I mean, I don't oh. know if they're. I didn't really read in much into it other than the headlines. Did she get pulled over for what? Did she get pulled over for specifically? Was See, speeding? from uh, what I not not maintaining her lane. I think yeah, it was. But, she was uh, apparently swerving. Staying when she drove. Yeah. Does she swerve when she drives? Wow, interesting. Apparently, yeah. About that gimmick was taken. She can drive however the fuck she wants. You leave her alone. That mugshot, oh, yeah. bro. Even that her mugshot shot is hot. Yep. Yeah. Her mugshot in ten years will not look as quite as delicious, boys. So I was, <laughs> I was, conf- it'll look just fine. I was confused on it because I, th- I thought all that weed was was legal down in uh, in Florida. It is not. No, it is not. Not unless you have a medical marijuana card. Huh. Well, maybe she should relocate like to Minnesota. Which is really easy to get in Florida, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to apply for it. They just don't hand them out. Like, you actually have to say, I need one. And then they hand them out. In Minnesota, all you got to say is, I need a joint. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe maybe it's not, maybe I misspoke. Maybe it's not super easy to get, but I know it's not difficult. So, like. She should have been able to get one, and then she apparently also like she was holding something for somebody else. So like, the synthetic marijuana wasn't even hers or something like that. It's never my my friend. That that shit ain't mine. I don't know. It's in my car, but I don't know. Is she gonna be on Cops a future episode? I didn't do nothing, man. All right, Kyle. Another question for you: What would you like to see them do with Liv next? Oh yeah. After she moves to Minnesota, (laughs) your spare room. Orange is the new black. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I guess Dom kind of already did that, right? Kind of leaning into it. I've, I'm telling you this, I don't really care much for Liv Morgan. I don't know what it is. Well, it was nice having you. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is still, this is still the hard corner or hardest hand job corner, whatever we're calling this. <laughs> Love the a hard hardest handy. hand job corner. Yeah, I feel like the. I can't articulate it with words, which is a bad thing for a podcast, but it's uh it's the sparkles and the stupid outfits. Like, uh, get a, get, put a singlet on, do a hammerlock, you know? Who's with me? 
She looks like a, a frog, bro. I got a hammer she can lock. Oh, Is it yeah. your penis? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed nice. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The name of New Jersey's own Liv Morgan. Yeah. Is that your mascot? Get a statue of her. <laughs> Maybe I will. You gotta build one in your closet. Maybe I will. HK sounds like he already has one. You know? Oh, yeah. Don't look at me like that. No, I, I kind of agree with you, Kyle. She's just kind of there for me, too. She's just, eh. I like her until she talks. One <laughs> well, of those. I mean, <laughs> I Bless her most women. I'm a railroad Just kidding. It's jokes. Love women. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Or the, you're the proprietor of the handjob corner, so clearly. I mean, <laughs> love giving handjobs to women. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what? Oh, the 2.0 women with extra parts. Mm. <laughs> they have them nowadays. You got listen. You got to shop around, but you can find them. <laughs> oh, they're. Uh, I'll tell yeah, you what, man. Everybody's having a good time. Norfolk, Virginia. They are just on the street. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out, huh? I just put my peek my head out the front door. Is oh, there's uh. An ambiguous uh, person. <laughs> Are you talking about the glory hole in your front door? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a mail slot. I told you about that in confidence. Well, maybe it is, Kevin. Maybe it is. Oh! <laughs> uh, it's sick and fit through any hole. <laughs> I was actually, speaking of glory holes, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. I love this. How does one, like, when I think of glory hole, I think of like a rest stop uh, stall or whatever. You know, I've never partaken. Do you have to like take a toolbox, like a tool, a tool bag, into the into the stall? Like, how do you make the hole? You have to take like a drill and yeah. a sawzall, perhaps. Or Not a sawzall. Confidently. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's like a bit that goes on the uh, the end of the deal, and you perfect. Oh, it's called a glory and, bit. Yeah, it's a glory bit. Yeah, you can put them in anything. Put them in doors, put them in bathroom walls, okay. coffee tables. Sure, like, coffee like, tables. And you just go like that. Decks. <laughs> just, like, go yeah, that's that's the yes. If you don't mm. want to bring in power tools to some random rest stop, yeah. you could take the old crank one and crank an old one. Well, yeah. Mm. Crank an old one. Old school. Just like the good old days. There we go. We're bringing it around. That's it. <laughs> like we're reaching around, would you say? Some may say. Some may say. <laughs> I would. Some may oh say. Hey, I had one more question just on the on the AJ Styles front. Yes. Uh, steroids in wrestling, yay or nay? Yay. Yay? Not saying not not saying anything. I'm just, you know, it just Yay if they enhance your look. Nay if they make you just look like a gigantic juice head. If that and makes also, sense. Also, yay if done under a doctor's right. Care. Like yeah, like I don't like, need yeah. to see I don't need to see synthol freaks walking around when I'm watching wrestling, but mm. give me a couple guys like, you know, built like a Randy Orton, built like a John Cena, guys that can move around a bit. You know, I saw something on um on social media that said AJ Styles looked like the disciple. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the WCW where he was on last night, and that's spot on. Spot on. <laughs> Really? With the black gloves, like the black. Oh, the all right, yeah, yeah. The hair even is pretty close. The the hair is very Brutus the Barber Beefcake esque. Wow, I'm never gonna. 
I'm never going to look at AJ Styles. To me, he was always Billy Ray Cyrus, but now, yeah, it's definitely more of a disciple. I like it. But yeah, I think people just have more knowledge on steroids and how to use them nowadays. It's not like people are just getting it from guys in alleys anymore. I'm sure that still happens, but probably not as often. So you're usually getting different kinds of injections from guys in alleys. Am I right? Is it cum? Jesus. It is. I I wanted to be in the loop of the joke. Captain Obvious. (laughs) (laughs) We should call this the Obvious Corner. Obvious Sandjob Corner. See, we're workshopping it. We're getting there. Yeah. Obvious. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blue sky this idea, you know, maybe table it for next week, talk oh, about yes. it with Matt because he seems to want to be in charge of everything. So we'll circle back, yeah. Yeah. I'll give him a call. Put it in bed with Madonna, party. see if she sleeps with it. Well, you know. <laughs> that's that's a better question. Madonna. Madonna, Kyle. Oh, um, Jesus, why? Ever? No, right? Ever? Ever. ever. No. Yeah. No. You gotta say yeah. yeah. Come on now. Don't have to. Don't have to. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I could pick any... Oh, my God. The first picture is not a good one. Um, I would say anything before and probably including, like, who's that girl? I mean, for the story, if nothing else. One exception is Dick Tracy. Was Dick Tracy after who's that girl? Maybe it was. Let me get a a Madonna filmography going here. (laughs) The Madonna (laughs) corner. Wasn't there... um, She's 65 now, you know. Oh, it was back in the day too, right? Oh God, Evita! I hate that fucking movie. Mm, yeah, don't cry. I saw it on Broadway too at Ricky Martin. What a fucking disaster! It was. Why don't you go fucking see if you hate it? Because my yeah. wife wanted to go, dude, and she's like half Evita. I don't know. Oh, and she, half Evita. She also in um because she uses Aveda hair products. <laughs> was was Madonna in A League of Their Own? She was right. Yes. Yeah. Was she? So that's yeah. like ninety one. Okay, so yeah, so here, uh, blah blah blah. Let me give a League of Their Own was ninety two. Body of Evidence, which was dog shit, was ninety three. Uh, Evita was ninety six. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Who's that girl? Nineteen eighty seven. And Dick Tracy was nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that in the theaters. I did too. I went to see Evita in the theater too. You're just a glutton for shit that you hate. No, I mean. Like my wife wanted to go and then my mother wanted to go. So it was kind of like, you know, I took the ladies out for an evening. We had dinner, you know, it is. Who wanted to go in 1996? Yeah. yeah. No, who wanted to go in 1996? My mother and my wife. So I took. You were married in 1996? No, 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 no. She was my girlfriend at the time. So yeah. Your dame. Yeah. Women like it when you call them dame. Hell yeah. Time to play the dame. <laughs> <laughs> Look, check the stems on that one there, Jimmy. <laughs> Strumpets. Yeah, so all right. We, we talked about we talked about cartoons earlier. Tom and Jerry, when uh when the uh, the sexy kitten would walk by and all the guys would like turn into wolves and go like oh It's <laughs> good stuff. That's family fun. That's good, that's good nature. Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing like Tom and the two other cats in their zoot suits walking down the street, yeah. chasing dames while Jerry's trying to get with them. Smoking cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Playing in man. jazz clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that era, man. I was born in 93. I was, I was Rugrats. I was Cat Dog. Oh, my God. You were born uh, in 90. Can I, tell you, can I tell you something, Kyle? Tell me. I was in my freshman year of college, the year you were born. Mm. Wow. <laughs> 
I was holy shit. I'm old. Uh, I was just uh, an old fetus at that point. <laughs> and job view. cooked. There we go. Whew. Well, I don't know what else to say after that. Yeah, <laughs> steroids and Madonna. Steroids and Madonna. Does, does Madonna do steroids? Do you think? Oh, guaranteed. In her face, probably at least. Guaranteed. Is that? I a feel thing? like that's a Billy Joel song. Steroids, Madonna, or Paul. Put him in her face. Paul McCartney. Who's it? Steroids or Ringo Starr? What song is that? No, it was Paul McCartney. Yeah. Lady Madonna. That was the Beatles. Steroids, Madonna. <laughs> Sticks him in her face. <laughs> Not a big Beatles guy either. Let's go throw that one out there. See how it smells. Right, I, I like the Beatles. I'm not obsessed with them like a lot of people that I know. I appreciate the Beatles, but For I'm never sure. going to be like, let me throw on this Beatles record and skedaddle, you know what I'm saying? No, and to be honest with you, like, Damn. after they all split up, I was more of a Paul McCartney guy anyway than John Lennon. Mm. Dude, Happy Christmas is a fucking, like, you want to kill yourself when you hear that song. But you listen to fucking Paul McCartney, simply having, like, you want to fucking party with him, you know? That is pretty good. Yeah, that does make me happy. It's like, all you got with John Lennon is a fucking screaming banshee, and you know, he's a good musician. Don't get me wrong, but oh boy, take take the politics down a bit, huh? Yoko's a nice lady. Oh, I'm sure she is. Zuna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he really did. That was a good one. <laughs> that one took me a second. Holy shit. Well, Kyle, I wouldn't be lying if I said this wasn't fun, but this was, we got to think of a better name for this. This was amazing. Yeah, I'll start work. We'll, we'll try something new every time and we'll see what the, what the people like. Just run it by Matt. Matt will fucking tell you yay or nay. And... <laughs> nah, he'll say yes to anything I say. It's the people that really give me what I want, you know? Great point. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Really? Well, Kyle. Call it Handjob Corner, to be, to be honest. With you. <laughs> I'll fucking, uh, dude. If you know really, me. I don't care. I'll put Handjob Corner up top. It doesn't bother my ass. I support it. You know, get a logo going. Um, again, I run it by Matt. He can draw something up. I got it. We just put a corner of a room with an HJC in front of it. A and glory that, hole. That emoji, that, like a fist pump. Uh, oh, yeah, and a little like hole in it. In the, but yes. It like <laughs> I need to start taking notes. I need, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off here. I'm going to start drawing a logo. Oh, yeah. I wonder I'll if Canva can, can animate a fist. Just just doing this. Just a little, like, back and forth. I'll show you a fist animation. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Kyle, plug your shit. Plug me up. Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, the Apron Bump Podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Talk about some old wrestling. I've had Matt on. I've had HK on. Talking, you know, ECW, TNA, Ring of Honor, a, a potpourri of bullshit that I talk about on my show. Uh, latest episode was TNA Turning Point 2006, and this Wednesday will be ECW The Doctor Is In 1996, Ooh. which was a handsome little ditty. So check it out. I got a, a lot of variety. You can filter down to whatever promotion. I do it all chronologically. So it's a rootin' tootin' good time. Apron bump, at apron bump on all the social medias, and uh, hail Satan. Fuck yeah. Kyle, if we don't talk, enjoy your holidays, man. Merry Christmas, you Happy too. New Year, and Happy uh, Kwanzaa. Yeah, come back uh, next month, I guess. Yeah, we'll that's, see if I feel like it. That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is the idea. You know, you're right. Kyle, yeah. great having you on again, my friend. Be well, enjoy your holidays. You too, hand jobs. Yes, hand, hand jobs. jobs for all.
Let me remove them. Yeah, there we go. That's what we do. All right, I got to change the banners. So talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> there we go. How do we do that? There we oh, go. Okay. There we go. There we go. That was a good time. Kyle's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I always love chat, Kyle. It's weird though, because like every topic we brought up, like I don't really like that. I don't really care for that. <laughs> Fuck the Beatles. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's he's uh, he's a younger lad. Yeah, ninety-three. He, he was born before Avita. <laughs> That's a fun timestamp to use, like from here on out, pre-Avita. Yeah. So, like, when we have guests on, like uh, when like Matt asks them if they ever eat like raw horse meat or shit their parents were you born before or after avita mm-hmm. <laughs> and how did it affect your life how did it affect you yes avita let's discuss yes because tony clearly has some deep-rooted feelings about it yeah i still don't get it though i still don't get it what avita it was a terrible movie madonna what do you mean no no good has come from madonna steroids madonna <laughs> People are not talking about a relationship with her. Shoot him in your ass. <laughs> God. I don't like, know, man. Who like the famous people that Madonna dated? Didn't Vanilla she date, Ice. Like, didn't she date like Warren Beatty, Dick Tracy? Yep. Sounds right. Lenny she dated Kravitz Vanilla Beatty? Ice. She dated Vanilla Ice? Yeah. Vanilla but Ice was it- in that book that she put out, too. Steroids uh, Madonna dated Vanilla Ice Ice Baby? Hell yeah, she did. And I'm pretty sure that Warren Beatty had a hammer that he was he was throwing down on a lot of gals back then. Swinging it? Yeah, yeah. That's the, I think that's the rumor. Madonna's dating history. Oh, Howard boy. Stern? Was Howard Stern in there? No. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, okay. Here, this, this is a short list. Uh... Lenny Kravitz has got to be on there. All right, this this can't be. This this is this is called from sources around the web, and this is from People Magazine. Um, Guy Ritchie, of course, Vanilla Ice, Sean Penn, uh, Carlos Leon, who I think she married, Dennis Rodman. Oh, that's right, T- Rodman. Tupac. What? A A Rod. <laughs> JFK Jr. Warren Beatty. Um, John Benitez, I don't know who that is. Uh, Michael Jackson. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know who else. David Blaine is on the list. Look at this. And then a bunch of other people I've never heard of. But yeah, there's Blame like, it on the Blaine. There's like yeah. 24 people on this list. No Kravitz? <laughs> All day. 2023, the year Roseanne Barr is better looking than Madonna. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. This is a true statement. No, that's that. Now, there, there's the question. You're in a room with both of them. The only way to get out is you got to tag one. <laughs> I haven't seen Madonna lately. You don't want to. No, dude. Yeah, do not Google Madonna now. All right, I'll take your word for it. Really, Who's... Roseanne? Now? That, no, I know it's not an easy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me see story. Roseanne now. <laughs> you know what? We are. We you know, are. Who said, did Al say that? Yeah, Treehorn. You know it. what? Fucking bravo, Al. 100%. No no denying that one. The bar, eh? The bar. Dude. The bar. Dude, please just Google Roseanne now and then Google Madonna now and you'll agree. Wow. You will guys. agree. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Oh, wait, okay. wait, you leaving? No, I'm Googling. 
I'm trying to see how old Roseanne Barr is, too. Got to be 84. No. No, Seven. she's 71. That's close. And over Madonna. Yes. 2023. All right. Yes. I, I just Googled Roseanne Barr 2023. Yep. 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 Serviceable, right? Not bad. No, no, no. no, no. Come on, not bad. Well, I wait mean, till you see. I, I haven't compared it to Madonna yet. Well, no. <laughs> think you're about to get your answer. <laughs> Steroids, Madonna. Shoot them in your eyes. eyes. How do you uh, spell Madonna? Okay, there you go. <laughs> 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 It's, it sounds like he loved it so much he spunked in his pants. That's that's a that's a no go, right, Kevin? She <laughs> <laughs> looks it's like hard. the fiend. She looks like Bray Wyatt's character, the fiend. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking nailed it! Holy shit, he nailed it! Oh my god! Yikers. Oh my god, let me in. Oh, don't, please, shut the door. Alright, Kratz, Kratz is going back a bit. What did Kevin scare more from, Kermit or Madonna? Kermit oh, set the watch, phone I'd have to watch back. Kermit freaked me out. Well, oh, we just, put, just open the link. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm also looking for lesbians. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not... I'm no prize tomato, but like, this is. Yeah, dude, it's oh, come on. Flies in her mouth. Shit! <laughs> My God! I think I broke the bell. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Smile. Come <laughs> the fuck. Forgot about that Kermit incident, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of Kratzo. He never forgets. <laughs> oh, crying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm remembering how disgusted I was. <laughs> Forgot about that. All right. <laughs> A side question for you guys, right? So I was talking to uh, Justin and Vince from uh, Inconclusive Breakdown, and Vince actually made a good point. I posed a question to him because, you know, we're all Clerks fans, and we all do like the, uh, you know, not even supposed to be here and all this and that. So the number 37, I posed to them that it means as much now as when people say like 420 or 69, stuff like that. And Vince made the point where he said, maybe like it's an East Coast thing where it has that kind of status, but like nationwide, probably not. But then I look at guys like you, HK, and like you're you're a clerk's guy, like you know all the references. What do you think? 37 permeates into the culture? Everybody knows what 37 means? No. No, really? No. I don't I don't even I've seen clerks a million times. I don't even know what 37 means. <sighs> Are you kidding? No, I, I don't I off the top of my head, I don't I mean if you tell me I'll probably remember it. Right, realize I'm, gonna it. To, I'm gonna pull this up so I can play this for Kevin. Uh, I, I can tell I know the scene in my head. I know the scene where it happens, but I just don't 
I don't remember what it means. Here we go. All right, I can play this. I have to add this. Give me Is a second. Is it like, all right, so Karatsi put in a row. Does that mean like, is that like a conquest? Of Here, let me sort? see. Let, let me see if you could hear this. I don't remember. I haven't seen Clerks in a while, but I I watched it a lot back in the day. Can you guys hear this? No. Oh, it's very low. Yeah. Nothing. You can't hear it. It's you, we we know that something's playing, but it's not audible. All right, I gotta. Yeah, it's technology. I hate this shit. Wait, it it's really not coming through? Oh, you know why? Because I'm on the wrong thing. There, there you go. go. All right, there we go. Oh, now oh, there's, there's no Tony. Tony. What do you, you do? Is there... Oh. All right, don't talk. I'll play it. Shh. Okay. okay. Um, something like 36? What? Something like 36? Who are you, boys? Wait, what is that anyway? Something like 36? Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? I'm going to class. God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Totally remember it now. Damn. No, but, so no, it's not 420 now. Okay. No, no. I don't think it's even I don't think it's even the same like right. discussion, the same page of the book as this 420. Might not even be in the same book. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Thought I'd ask. Turns out Vince was right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, that maybe to like me? to like to the culture, to like the, the the diehards and and stuff. It could be, but not. It's not mainstream at all. I don't think. All right, no, fair yeah. enough. Uh, like if I had, like, like I said, if I had to ask, then that ain't. That ain't, ain't too Speaking short. of asking, do you guys want to talk Ring of Honor? Ooh. I sure do. Now, in fairness, what, what was this called? Final, Final battle. battle. Yes. Yes, that's right. I got through the six-man tag title match. That's about as far as I made it. You, so you watched everything up to that, up to and including that. Inclu I'm on Tony Nice and whoever he's wrestling. Wait, you're, what do you mean you're? Wait, which six-man? The, the, the title match. match? The, the title match. Now, I, I wasn't sure if you were talking about uh, Blackpool versus. Um, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. talking about the title match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I watched. So, I watched the whole show, and it was awesome. Uh, I hope it got better than what I saw. <laughs> oh, this is. I'll great. tell you right now. If I, I was thinking about what my like top three matches were on the show, and I think I have to put the match that. You're on now, Ethan Page, Tony Nese, in the top three. Really? Yeah. I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Now, like, the whole tone of the show was very not Ring of Honor-esque to me, like, from what I I remember it as. I mean, I could be remembering it wrong because I knew that there was very much physicality and blood and, and stuff in Ring of Honor, uh, the yesteryear of Ring of Honor. But there was a lot, a lot of, like, more hardcore type stuff than I was expecting, including the I Quit match, including the Jay Briscoe tribute match. Even um, even Billy Starks, Athena, that could have been hard way, though, because I don't think that was a planned spot. Billy Starks uh, was bleeding, too. Um, so, yeah, Ethan Page and Tony Nese was one of my favorite matches. 
And then I, I gotta go. The main event was fucking amazing, Tony. Like you're gonna, do you know the results? Uh, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. Well, the picks, right? Yeah. Um, oh. That match was absolutely incredible. And then Keith Lee, Shane, Shane Taylor was, was that's meat to meat right there, man. That was, that was an awesome big man match from guys that didn't necessarily work as like super big men. It was just awesome, man. Like. I really liked the show. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Here, here's a here's a couple things off the top from from at least from the results and from what I saw. Kudos to Tony Khan for actually coming out on stage in a nicely pressed, perfectly buttoned, tie pressed to the collar suit. I'll forgive the sneakers because I know a lot of guys are into that shit nowadays. Not my cup of tea. I wouldn't wear sneakers with a suit, but to each his own. Yeah, you can't turn on ESPN now without seeing sneakers. And stuff. I, I understand. I understand. I mean, I don't like it, but I've learned to accept it because people do it. But like I said, I would, I wouldn't do that. So he actually looked like he, like this was his company, and he gave a shit. So kudos to him. Um, I don't like the fact number one that we just kind of shoehorn in a pre-show that Eddie Kingston is going to have a match as your ring of honor world champion, just kind of thrown together. And I also still don't understand why he's even having matches where, you know, even a shot at the ring of honor title is at stake when he's already said that, like the, the title is already going to be locked up with this whole fucking tournament thing that's going on. So what happens if he loses that title? Is he full of shit? Is, is it like, Oh, now this, this triple crown that we're creating is only going to be two belts. Like, like this, the story consistency there has a big gap that you could drive three fucking semi trucks and a fucking flatbed through. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I guess that's just kind of just telling you that Eddie Kingston ain't losing anytime soon. Yeah, but that's kind of the point, yeah. you know. Like, like look, there's matches where it's obvious somebody's not going to lose without having to put the extra sugar on top to say like, hey, in case you're wondering, bam, you know, it's like. Yeah. Eddie Kingston was not losing. No, with all due respect to Anthony Henry, Eddie Kingston was not losing to Anthony Henry. You know, uh, I mean, he very well could have. He could have lost the the qualifier and then won the title match. Maybe I don't know. I I still don't understand the whole thing. To be honest with you, I I, I don't either, and that's why I asked the question. It's weird. I don't. I don't. Um, fast forward through Taya Valkyrie. Can't stand her. Didn't want to watch her anyway. Good for her. She's back. Whatever. Wait, Taya Valkyrie was on the show. She was in the pre-show. Well, I watched the pre-show. I didn't see Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie opened it up against Jasmine Allure. The first match that that I saw was um... Von Eriks. No, it wasn't even that. Brian Keith. No, Brian Keith was in the the multi man. Yes, but, uh, but Brian Keith beat Jack Cartwheel to get into the multi. So you didn't it. see any of the pre-show. No, I definitely did. I I saw. Um... What was the first match you saw? Daniel Garcia, Blake, uh, Blake Christian. Okay, that was pre-show, but there were three other matches before that. I don't know. Then I guess maybe the Honor Club didn't didn't cover it because when I came in, it was Daniel Garcia, Blake Christian. I don't know. All I can tell you is I've been watching. I've been watching the Honor Club replay, and all those matches were on the replay. Okay, so, so I, I maybe they aired on YouTube. I don't know what the gimmick is. I don't. I don't know how they do it. To be uh, honest with you. Um, and I'll, I'll say this about too, like the, cause now I'm, I'm looking at the results now. 
uh, Vikingo versus Black Tarus, like people can like complain all they want about like there's no story and these guys just do all these flippy do moves and all that stuff, but you gotta respect the effort that these two dudes put in. This match was fucking so much fun to watch. Like, it really wasn't. It really wasn't, dude. You it didn't like? Whole... It? I loved it. No, I loved. They, they, Black Taurus hits hard. He does good moves, and that's about it. I like every time I see him standing around, I'm like, no, 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 no. Vikingo is not good. Look, and you're an impact guy, so I'm sure that you can vouch for Black Taurus wrestling all these other guys, like being a fucking star. And, uh, and it, it looks like he is, but this shit with Vikingo, man, like I just no, I just it was it was rough for me, man. It was I, rough. I agree with you, and HK. I agree with like I saw you like rubbing your eyes and kind of almost like shaking your head and shit, um, which is fine. And, and nine times out of ten, I will agree with you. Like we say on this show all the time, tell me a story, tell me a story, tell me a story. Now I don't watch Ring of Honor regularly, so I don't know what the build to this match was, but. Like, part of me, like, respects what Vikingo did. Like, there was a spot where, like, he had to g jump on the ropes and he had to jump back off, like, twice. And so, like, Black Tarus was, like, still kind of standing there. And so I, I get that that looks awkward. But, like, if I think they did a good enough job. Like, Tarus was still kind of, like, shaking off the cobwebs where Vikingo was able to switch it up and then hit the move that he wanted to hit. And that, like, that 650 or whatever the whatever the fucking degree like circle that is that he hit on the outside landed perfectly on black Tarus's back like like shit like that like is impressive and it might not be the most ideal traditional wrestling fans perspective but i i walked away after that match like kind of like all right there's a place for this in wrestling like it might not be my cup of tea but it was pretty it was pretty dope so that's just one man's opinion hk yeah, no, and that's. I mean, obviously, that's fine. You can like whatever you want to like. I, so I didn't. I didn't see the card, right? I've been. I've been buried in shit, right. but I did see the Vikingo go for it. Nope, can't go for it. Go for it. Nope, can't go for it. Spot. It looks like trash, man. I, I think that you can absolutely appreciate the the ability that they have to do these things. Rain it a little bit. But, but in a little bit. I, then, I see. I'm sorry. I question that though because every time I see Vikingo and he's climbing on the ropes, he's unsure of his footing. He's teeter tottering. Like he just always seems uncomfortable, and he has to wait until he's absolutely ready to do this shit. And it makes it look fucking bad. There was it, more bad. There was more good than bad out of out of him on this match. And the one the one thing that I will say this, Tony, and which I will have your back on. There was a, he did like a drop kick off the top rope, but he decided, no, I'm not going to do the drop kick off, you know, the turnbuckle like a normal professional wrestler. I'm going to do it off the post, which makes no sense because it's like, what, two inches further back and it's going to have little to no effect on the velocity of the move. Like, why do you need to do a drop kick off the post as opposed to the top turnbuckle pad? Like, that part was like, all right, that now you're reaching, bro. Yeah, see but, that makes that makes no sense to me. It's like a like a basketball player that's tall enough to to dunk it without jumping, but jumps anyways. Right, makes no fucking sense. At least at that point, you're avoiding a defender, and you're trying to maybe possibly like get an even higher advantage. Whereas Torus was on the on the mat, and Vikingo was up in up in no man's land. Like I'm like, why did like why did you need to put the extra effort to like step onto the 
there's a post to do the drop kick. Like that's not even like that. That's not an impressive thing. Yeah, you the, go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, I was gonna say, when was the last time you sat down and watched some like? Because in my mind, the kind of the golden age of this style is the WCW cruiserweight division. I right? agree. The, the ninety-five to ninety-eight cruiserweights. If you weren't already averse to like or caught up on like you know mexican actual wrestling yeah in mexico. yeah of course yeah if and you can watch triple a i mean yeah. they got the channel on pluto whatever it is a lot of good a lot of fun stuff to watch but when you go back and watch those matches it feels like you are not seeing a lot of waiting waiting for guys to get to the spot for them to catch them it, it seems to flow so much yeah. better and now it's like they're doing the they're trying to do that style implement much more risk and with that it's disconnected mm-hmm. so do you take what they're doing now the the you know multiple revolutions and their spins and the rope walks to flips and all that kind of stuff sure it, it's it's great that they can do it but it, the match flow is completely fucked when yeah. you watch that you know like those 95 to 98 99 like cruiserweight division that again i would think is the golden age of the style why aren't you bringing it back in and letting your match flow? A match flowing is much more impressive to me than a guy jumping up, letting another guy wait to catch him. Then that happens, popping up, doing it again. Like it's just, there's such a there's such a gap in the style right now. Such a gap. Yeah, and Tony, that to me that that blame can be shared by a lot of different people. It could be shared by obviously Tony, Tony Khan, not you, Tony. You're a gem. Um. It could be. <laughs> excuse me. Whoa. Whoa. Jeez. What was that? Oh, that was a that was a lot of Flemsky Magemsky. Um, it could be shared by Tony. It could be shared by the workers. It could be shared by whoever's like there to produce the match. It's just another example of like Tony not. I mean, he's got good people that work for him though. So this is what this is what's so like befuddling about it. It's like you're right, Kevin, a hundred percent that this match almost appeared like it was in segments as opposed to just. A continuous one thing it, it was like all right pause let's do the next spot next to the, the next crazy high spot pause again do the next crazy high spot. it was like but so i'm kind of like hypocritical on this i guess I'm, I'm seeing it through both lenses it was and we're spending a lot of time on this match by the way but uh but i think i think for good reason i think tony likes it i think it, it's basically what made el viking go famous enough to be on american national television and Black Tarus is just a big body that he could dive onto. So, so to me, I guess that that sums it up in three parts. You know, and and it's fair enough. Um, I really wanted to like Devon Eriks. This this match with the Outrunners, all four of them were all over the place. This thing never really got going to me, and it's a shame. I want Devon Eriks to have a spot in pro wrestling, you know. And I think the big thing is now that they're all talking about moving out of Hawaii, moving back to Texas. I think they already did. Well, then maybe they'll start getting some more in-ring work. I mean, how much are they really working traveling to and from Hawaii so much? You know what I'm saying? Like training with your brother in an open field in Hawaii, it's it's a nice peaceful background, but you need some fucking reps, boys. Right. Well, that's why MLW was so clutch for them. Yeah, exactly. I like them uh, in MLW too. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like Jack Cartwheel, friend of the show. I just like stop, stop fucking cartwheeling, dude. Just stop. That's his name, Tony. I I get it. 
But Brian, like he did all this shit. Brian Keith hit him with like five moves and murdered him, and it was over. So, correct me if I'm wrong, T Donk or HK. This six man match had was the one that had the TBD in it, right? Like the to be determined, which was yes. determined by Brian Keith and Jack Hartwell. Yes, it was. And if I would have known that, it? I would have changed my pick. That was it. Yep. And if I would have known that, I would have changed my pick. My gut wanted to go with Kyle Fletcher too, but I thought the TBD would be like freaking like that, Dolph Ziggler or something. That's <laughs> I don't know about Ziggles, but that's exactly what I was thinking. Had or I known Benjamin or something like had I was, known that this was going to be it, oh, no disrespect to Brian Keith, he's a great fucking talent, but they're not sticking him in here and he's winning the title. No way. There's no way I'm picking against Dalton Castle. Just period. Well, we, I think the, we all we all got that one wrong. Still picking him. Yeah. Do you have, do you have to picks? the castle? Do we have picks here? Oh, I'm a stupid surface. No, no. Yeah, I got you. Thank I got you. Them. I appreciate it. But... See the picks here. Oh, we're looking at the, we're looking at the results. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm still in the lead. Two forty six, ninety eight and two. I went seven and two. Kevin, two forty four, one hundred and two. Also went seven and two. Brundon in third, two thirty six, one hundred eight and two. He went six and three. Handsome Kevin, two twenty six, one eighteen and two. He also went seven and two. Matt ruled the day from last place, two twenty five, one nineteen and two. He went eight and one. Wow, solid outing out of the. Uh... Who did he not pick? Did he? He also picked Billy Starks, didn't Probably. he? Probably. I think we all picked Billy Starks, unless HK. No, didn't. Matt took Athena. Matt's Matt's one flaw was the mystery man in the six way. Ah, that's right. My gut, my gut wanted because like I saw like again I don't watch ROH all that much, but like I saw like I got like, follow Kyle Fletcher on Instagram and like I see like the new look that he kind of has. And I was like, man, they might be looking to do something with Kyle Fletcher. And I was like, I really wanted to pick him, but then the TBD was just too tantalizing. To... It's like a mystery bag. The yeah. TBD's always can't, can't tantalizing. Can't turn down a mystery bag. I wasn't sure if we were even going to pick that one. And then obviously I saw all, all the Me picks. either. Me either, to be honest with you. But, but I, I mean, figured... I'm not going to argue after all you guys already made the pick. So I was like, all right. Yeah, it is it. what it is. It is what it is, but... I mean, seven and two ain't nothing to sneeze at, T Donk. No, definitely not. And fucking Matt went eight and one. It's a shame that he's so far back. That's right. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I watched on the show. Uh, Daniel Garcia, Blake Christian, I kind of liked for the most part. There are a couple of hiccups here and there, but I think these guys had the crowd going quite well, so I enjoyed it. The. Uh, I like that submission that he does. That that how he got the tap out, and I like how quick Blake Shel uh, Blake Shelton, <laughs> Blake Christian, yeah, yeah, Blake Blake Christian uh, tapped out once. Like Daniel Garcia leans back on it, because I, I I mean I I probably seen the move before, but I don't re didn't recall it at the time. And I was like, damn, he tapped out right away. So that puts over the effective of that move within the move. So and I, really I actually I actually enjoyed for the most part the uh, the six man title match. To be honest with you. Bad dude Tito, man, he's a fucking problem, that guy. That guy's fucking awesome. Um, there was one part in the match, like, deep in, where after a while it just kind of seemed like everybody was just standing around trying to figure out what to do, and it kind of took me out of it for a minute. But there was one point where Fujita was in the ring, and all the other guys were standing there, like, like towering over him, and I was like... Oh shit! And he fucking tried battling back, battling back, but he got his—he's got it fucking beat up. I—I I enjoyed that one. What? What's weird is number one, I didn't know who the heels were. I thought the mobile—the mobile embassy were supposed to be heels. And two, like 
I get Prince Nana's dance is kind of fucking infectious. Like people want to do that shit. But if your boys are the fucking heels, dude, you got to fucking nix that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You and have to. Your boys are heels. And They're fucking like, monsters. It's also becoming the point where like he's almost like. And it was like this before he even took them over. But like, and I love Khan. I love um, uh, Brian. I Well, I don't really appreciate i don't want to say this without sounding disrespectful you All can right. go ahead i don't give a fuck about brian cage on my tv yep 100 percent. Um, i'm with you on that one yeah uh i respect him i respect his work but i don't give a shit and uh to, who's the other guy uh tangaloa Tunga? yes oh no yeah. yes tangaloa uh, and and oh blee and, and uh bishop, bishop Khan, Khan. I love yes, Khan, yeah. i think bishop Khan should be an, a, a singles megastar but I kind of like I kind of like Toa and uh, Khan together. I like those guys together. I agree. I don't hate them together, but like it's, it's all this time it's been about Swerve, it's been about uh, Nana, which should never be the case when your manager is more over than your team. Your job exactly. as a manager is to get your team over. Now there are very few exceptions to that if you can't cut a promo like, like you know Bobby Heenan was probably more over. And more hated than some of the guys that he managed, like Haku, like for for example, like Bobby Heenan, like no one like wanted to see like a match with Haku, like no one wanted to see Haku get beat up. They wanted to see Bobby Heenan get beat up. Yeah, because Haku, they knew Haku was a murderer. That's why. No, that's true too. But your tongue out. Haku was um, a fucking problem. <laughs> like Rick Rude, Bobby he uh, Rick Rude, Mister Perfect, Perfect Good Heels didn't necessarily need Bobby Heenan, but other guys did. Like. I, I guess these guys need Nana, but like he's like so over the top, where it's just like, like we said it before, scale it back a little bit, and let your guys do the work. And I mean, Swerve's the only one that he's not more over than. Right, um, he should only really that's arguable to be honest with you. He should only really do that dance when the match is in the bag, so people could get really fucking annoyed with it. But I think we're already past that, oh, and it might be too late. It might be too late for something like that. Yeah, like Slick. Slick's big fucking thing was when one of his guys was in the ring putting on a finishing move, he'd look into the camera and start singing, turn out the lights, the party's <laughs> over. It's over. Yeah, exactly. And you wanted to fucking murder him for doing it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. But HK, like, I feel like the wrestling environment, like the, the fan base has changed so much where like when something that you're supposed to not like becomes popular everyone just jumps on the bandwagon and just gets on board with it and like totally roots for the guy that you're supposed to hate. Well, and that's, that's when you have to, that's when you have to make the change, right? Like that's where you have to make the change when the guy that you're trying to force to be a heel gets completely over, whether it be because of his manager or otherwise, which it should never be because of the manager, the manager is an accent piece. Uh, you gotta, you gotta make the switch. You have to run with it and go face because that's the only way that you're going to really build up heels in the situation like you can't keep forcing a heel situation when they're over because what are you gonna do feed them to a face guess what now you're now the face is getting getting booed right yep. it, it's right. just not gonna work so when it is to that point when it does make that it kind of over the mountain where it's like oh well shit we're really onto something we, we know we wanted him to be healed but guess what people love this shit now you have to make them face you have love this shit yo and like just look at Look at how good a job uh, Paul Heyman's done with with Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Like, 
Roman Reigns doesn't need a mouthpiece. He doesn't need Paul Heyman. But Paul Heyman is such a good accent to, to Roman Reigns. And he's not more over than Roman Reigns or people want to cheer Roman Reigns. They might want to cheer Roman Reigns anyway because he's a megastar. But they're not cheering Roman Reigns because Paul Heyman's doing something that's right. Ridiculous. Like Paul Heyman's a true heel. Yep. Like it's so yeah, and like it's, when you hear that ladies and gentlemen, Oh my God, I want this yeah. guy to die. Yeah. But so, I mean, like I said, like people might want to cheer Roman Reigns because again, anti-establishment anti, you know, I like the bad guys mentality has always kind of existed, but it's not, they're not cheering Roman Reigns because Paul Heyman is like, very popular like they're cheering roman reigns in spite of paul Heyman, and that's how good he is and that's kind of i go back to bobby heenan like jim Cornette too like like jim Cornette probably talked more than he needed to but he wasn't getting the midnight express cheered right like you know what i mean because it also helped that they had the rock and roll express to go against Mm -hmm. and the road warriors and all that shit but of course like that's what a true heel manager does and when you have a gimmick like this dance that he does which I'm not going to lie. I hate it at first, but I'm kind of on board with now. I don't hate it, but that's the problem. Like that's like, that's like, that's the issue that we're talking about. Stay off that ship. KJG. Stay off. I don't, that ship. I don't hate it. Stay I off. Don't hate the ship. It. Stay but off. The ship but, and go to the but castle. But here's what, and this is the whole thing about AEW. I, I don't know whether or not Blackpool combat club or heels or faces from one week <laughs> to the next either. I don't know who to root for in, in this company. Yep. Like, like a Willie Yuta's a bad guy. He attacked, he had, but KO, not KO, uh, uh, Moxley, Daniel Bryan, and Claudio are baby faces, yet they're fighting in a, a match to honor Jay Briscoe. And so obviously they're going to work the heels in this bash, but, match, but on Dynamite, again, they'll be baby faces again. It's just so freaking bizarre. It's because it's an indie with money. You know what's really fucked up, too? I'm glad you brought this up. During the match with Devon Eriks, Ian Riccoboni said, oh, if you're watching whatever was on at the same time, Rampage or whatever the fuck it was, uh, you could see the Von Eriks team up with Orange Cassidy. It's like, what the fuck? Really? So, Wait. like, the Von Eriks were wrestling at the same time they were wrestling with Orange Cassidy against some other team on whatever show was on at the same time that ring of honor was on did you did you see how they they made that match it was on dynamite and like they're interviewing the von erics orange cassidy comes up to them i think shivani or somebody's interviewing the von erics orange cassidy comes up to them with dan housen and trent beretta who are supposed to be like his boys and then he asked the von erics to be his tag team partners right in front of him now dan Housen and trent kind of like handed up a little bit but like literally there's no rhyme or reason for that let the von erics like do something else like no because tony 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 khan thinks he's gonna get the rub from his fucking boy orange cassidy that's what it is yeah but if if they don't have any intention on using the von erics going forward after this movie like what's the what the fuck's the point exactly exactly was there anything else that you really enjoyed from Final Battle? Because this is kind of where I left off. No, I so I did I did like the Wheeler Yuta Tom Lawler match. Other than after the after after stuff, um, Nyla Rose Verda Vixen was I didn't even know was on the show. It wasn't until it was on. Okay, so and I mean the the fight without honor. Okay, so uh, all right, so I didn't know this. It was a fight without honor match. So okay, that explains all the violence and shit. Of course, fucking lazy yeah. booking. Yeah, 
I didn't know that. Uh, so, that, I mean, that match was awesome for what it was. If you liked the violence, you liked forks in the head, you liked... The, yeah, they, they told eat your bones and drink your blood. Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, uh, eye stuff was fun. I didn't hate it for, like I thought I would. So, and the, and the main event was absolutely a banger, if you will. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed Billy Starks didn't win, honestly. Me too. I thought that was a lock. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was too. I'd recommend it, man. Like, for someone who watches these shows in a vacuum, like I do with NXT pay-per-views and with, with ROH, and I watch the show every week, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was fucking long as shit. It was like five hours. Oh, yeah. That's what they do. zero hour. Five hours? Including oh, yeah. the pre-show? Yeah. Well. It was... It was that, it was long, um, oh, but yeah. I, I got it in today at work because my bosses were out. Score. <laughs> um, so uh, I watched it at work today, and I got through it, and it was awesome. All right, I'm gonna I have to go it. back and watch the rest of it. No, I'm telling you, I, I get at least watch the watch Ethan Page versus Tony Nese, obviously, because that's where you're at. Watch. See the the multi man. I didn't really care for, but that could have just been me. Um, Wheeler Yuta. Tom Lawler was awesome. Keith Lee, Shane Taylor, really fun to watch. The, the sixth man fight without honor match was great, uh, and um, and the main event was main event was the best match of the show. I think so. Definitely check out the rest of the show. Check out the whole thing. <laughs> All four and a half hours left that you have left. Yeah, it's pretty much about right. Now there you go. Let me ask you this before we move on. Well, you know I'm a big Dalton Castle guy, right? You know that I am. He has he has the ability to he stands out. Like every time, in a in a multi man match like he was in, <laughs> did did he still look every bit of the star that he is, even being in in a mixture of, of a multi man? I've cooled off on Dalton Castle a lot. What? I thought I really thought that he was going to be once once Ring of Honor back in the heyday. Once he won the belt there, I was all in on Dalton Castle. And it's probably not even his fault that I don't really like him anymore. It's probably because he's saddled in weird situations in AEW and Ring of Honor now. So it's probably not his fault. But the expectations I had for him and that he failed to meet through no fault of his own are... I'm I'm out. I'm out on Dalton. Oh, man. Out. He's a funny... He's funny. Like, he entertains me, clown. He... (laughs) But uh, but just KJG out. man, out on him. In the last half hour, I've heard you go. I'm in on Prince Nana, and out on da- Dalton Castle. Listen, I'm I'm very fluid. I'm very You're fluid. disappointing your family, brother. Ah, listen, listen. Next week, I could have the complete flip flop. Oh, you better flip it. I'm very. Better I'll flip flop it and reverse too. it. You I'll flip it and flop. Damn it. well better. Flip it and reverse it. It's just. I've just I've noticed that like my fandom has become very week to week basis. Other than like the stalwarts that I've like the Miz, I'm always gonna be a fan of. Uh, Christian, I'm always gonna be a fan of. Uh, Cardona Myers, always gonna be a fan of. But like when it comes like the big like the top guys, like I was I'm never I was never a big CM Punk guy. Oh, don't get me. Let me. When we come back from break, I got a fucking issue with fucking Corn Toes, fucking Chippy McGee from uh, whatever podcast he's on now. Is he still, does he still do turnbuckle throwbacks? No. Chip, Chippy Magoo? No. No. All right. No. All right. Uh, no, Tony, I want you to answer the question, too. Dalton Castle, did he come across as 
I didn't get that far yet, man. Oh man. I didn't get that far. I'm still at Ethan Page and uh and Tony Nice, the guy that yeah. the guy that was signed who was gonna change the face of wrestling. <laughs> He's he was a what was he, a blue chipper, a one in a million? They called him some shit or other. Remember he used to sit in the crowd? In WWE? Remember that? No, and, and when when AEW brought him in, he was like he was like this is our newest signee. He's like the greatest thing since sliced bread, and yeah, he had a. I big mean, hype I remember package. him sitting in the crowd, but he had a big hype package when that, he came in. I don't think it was that uh, exuberant. I don't think it was that elaborate of a, an intro for him. Mm. I think it was. Let me see. He, he, he ah. Khan said that he'd been so impressed with Nice and called him one of the quote hottest free agents in all of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, maybe to like reporters, but not at not on the show. Like on the show, he was literally just sitting in the crowd like an NXT reveal. Well, this was ahead of Tony Nice's match against Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship on Rampage. <sighs> Ugh. Whatever. It is what it is. Well, we got a little bit more time to talk a little bit more wrestling, but we usually say three words around this time. KJG, can you help me out? No, not those words. Knock it off. Let me see. What do we say around this time? What do we say? Back after this. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive. And believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. time for your weekly lineup of shows on the Shining Wizards Network. On Mondays, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain, featuring the year of Duke and Rogue, covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy Al, telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 Screams or Less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's the Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money. Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's an conclusive breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Filrea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. 
and Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north of the border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. You ever find yourself in the men's room and you've had one wind jammer that's stuck in your butthole and it just doesn't want to come out, no matter how hard you push or try to cut it, you need to get yourself a pair of turd tongs. With a comfort tip and a cushion grip, it's the easiest way to get those wind jammers out of your butthole. And if you act now, you can get the bonus butt scraper absolutely free. Get a set for your car, put a set in the office, have one in each bathroom in your home. Turd tongs and the butt scraper will absolutely help you. You'll be so happy, you'll want to spend every waking moment in the men's room, even if you don't have to go to the bathroom. So get on the phone right now. Call 551-333-1030 for only $19.95 plus $3 shipping and handling. Or send check or money order to Turd Tongs at the address on your screen. All right, we're back. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Paging me at 546 in the morning. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh man you like that reference yeah i think i like it mm. i think i like it mm. was that uh savage hasbro what was yes that it was on? yeah that was a savage hasbro what was going on there um, i'm jerking you off in the corner yeah it's uh he thinks <laughs> hk yeah um I know we don't want to talk about Ring of Honor too much, but Matt wanted us to incorporate his thoughts. Do you were you able to do that or no? No, he didn't send them to me. He didn't. Okay, he didn't. He never emailed it. Okay, no, no, no problem. No, 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 no. It's a big tease for nothing. So we're back after this. Oh, we're taking another break. Oh, that's yeah, it. We're out. No, no. I said we're, we were back after that. I guess oh, we like to thank. Oh, we're not doing this again. <laughs> I got well, excited. I heard. I heard the three words. I'm like Pavlov. You know the castle. No, well, not those words. <laughs> God damn it! Those will always be the three words. We should we should come back with we're back after that. After hey, I f- I found my uh, AJ Styles figure. <laughs> the disciple. <laughs> they made a disciple figure, by the way. It's coming out. Of course they did. Oh yeah. Let's say uh, KJG, you might you might appreciate this one after we talked last. Was it last Craig week? Craig Pitbull Pittman. It's, it's so weird just looking at his body go up and it down. It looks like a fucking Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like do the, do it, it looks like Andy Kaufman doing. Oh, I'm looking. The Alex Wright. Das Wonder douche. Douche. <laughs> Thanksgiving is a time of peace, but not when my Intercontinental Championship is on the line. Where are you pulling these out of? Bro, so I went in the attic. Oh. I'm trying to get rid of stuff, and I think it might be time that I pull the trigger on getting rid of some of these old fucking figures that I have. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I've got a macho man who's actually, they're actually in pretty good shape. He's got a little black mark on his boot there. I got I get like 20 bucks for that. Brutus. He's got like a little bit of fading in the boots in the back, but get, not terrible. Ten spot, ten spot for that. Uh, I got the warrior. He actually looks really good. He's got a little fade on the bottom, but probably another 10, 15 spot. All right. Let me see who else I got. 
I got <laughs> the axe and the smasher demolition. Smash uh, the axe of all his fingers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at him. High five, baby. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are pretty good shape. Very, very yeah, little way. You have the masks. No, this is not the set that had the masks. Oh, that's right. Smash and Crush had the masks. Yes, this is original Axe and Smash. Very good shape. The boots are really not worn much at all. Axe has like two little spots where they're, like, they're missing. I wish I could show you. Who else do I have? Ah, here's here's a good one. I've got Jake the Snake with Snake. With the nice. snake. And he's got that little fucking punchy action with the arm. I don't really remember him punching too much. except That, for may, that might be one of my least favorite Hasbro figures for the what he deserved. He was so like tiny and like we like that and Ric Flair might be my two like least favorite Hasbro figures for what they should have gotten. Wow. The I've Ric got... Flair one is terrible. Wow. Do I have it up here? Hold on, let me see. The Hulkster's losing he's missing a little bit of hair, but he's still got like this bone crunching. That, that's shit. the Hulkaplex Hulk, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oh wait. A, a new contender has entered the race. This might the Rick Rude might be the worst. I, th- it's, I, th- I, I, I think you guys are all out of your mind. Look how fucking like oh, come on, man. Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> like look look how shrimpy and like weird in stature Rick Rude looks to this Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And the Jake was the same way. Actually, I have them. <laughs> In my fantasy Hasbro Federation, I have this Rick Rude and Jake Roberts as a team, and I have them build as Rough and Ready from WCW. <laughs> I got uh, DiBiase with handjob action. Yeah, DiBiase. Nice. I have the belt. It's a little cut off on, on one of the ends, and for some reason the middle is green. I don't know if that could be cleaned up. But the belt still does fasten. It's not in the greatest shape, but it still fastens. Kind of like and you. the one that Matt was asking me about, I've got the ring. Yeah. Now, you can see there's spots all over the WWF, but aside from the fact that I had to tie the ropes to get him to spring a little bit, mm-hmm. it's actually in really good shape. You know, okay. probably the, the decals could used to be, you know, could, could stand a little... Maybe replacing with some replicas or something. You don't got the flag. You don't got the flag there either, Tony. I don't have the flag. Let me see that ring again, T Donk. Yeah, yeah. As as I'm talking about selling all my shit, I'm looking to maybe maybe buy that ring from Tony. Now Matt already wanted dibs on it, so I don't know if he's interested first. But you know, maybe 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 we could do a little something. God, we had the bet. Like me and Matt, literally had the best score of all time. Do you remember that score, Tony? Yeah, but did you get Bendem King Kong Bundy? No. Did you get Bendum Ken Shamrock with fucking Dusty Rhodes splotch on his stomach? <laughs> yeah, th- th- this was not mine. As a matter of fact, it's got his autograph etched into the back. I guess that's something they did in later models. I got a yeah. beat up Hillbilly Jim. I've got Hulk Hogan with a ripped armpit, which was fucking was that susceptible. A, that's a with, bendy Hillbilly Jim? Yes. With blue knee pads, by the way, because he needed the money. Um, this fucking stupid looking, God, God rest his soul, Nikolai Volkov. Looks like Brunden. (laughs) 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 Hey, I wasn't going to do the show tonight. In Russia, stats do me. 
<coughs> I got an X-Pac who's missing his DX logo, and he's got, like, a black stain on his nose. The, the eras that you're jumping from, like, Bundy yeah. and Hillbilly Jim? To oh, no, because I had Bundy and Hogan. They were mine, and then somebody dumped all these other ones on me. And I've got fucking... Uh, Fucking um, puts the lotion on the skin. Fucking British bulldog. <laughs> Wasn't even there. Oh. No, he looks like Glenn Danzig. Actually, mother. <laughs> Please tell your children not to walk my way. <laughs> Please tell your. <laughs> well, he's got to be polite if he's British, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Right, right. No, after you had uh, you had sent that text yesterday, I started looking in, into them. Uh, just see what they are going for, and there's there there's not a lot. There's not a lot there, Tony. So I would, I would quite honestly, if you don't need to get rid of them, I wouldn't get rid of them. I've got the belt too that came with the ring. The problem is, the outer snap is like snapped, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's in good shape. It'll still close. It just needs to be repainted. I've got LJNs. I know I'll you go, do. I'll go through those another day. The ring is beat to shit though. The ring's got a hole in it. It's like beat up. Although I do have the cage set up for it. One of the posts on the cage, though, to connect it is snapped, so I just wrapped tape around it. I don't know if that's going to be worth much in the shape that it's in. But you never know. You never know. Some maniac might just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I want it. So, all right. I feel like the market really hit a high in um, during COVID, like when people just had nothing better to do than spend their money on shit and like collect stuff. Um, and even probably a lot before that too, but I was able to get like Hasbro figures for like so cheap before COVID and then COVID happened and the prices went up. Like, you, oh, was, you, you still can just, it's just depending on what it is. Like mo- most of the actual money in Hasbro's is in mocks. So like you, you could get a figure like that, like that Jake you have complete, right? That's awesome that it's complete. The snake is, is usually the you know obviously the piece that's missing or the piece that's got cut up or what whatever it is. Now you take that same Jake that you have and you put it mock, it maybe ten times the value. Oh, yeah. easily. It's, you're, it's, you're looking it's, at three. You're looking at at least three bills, like not three bills, but like three digits as opposed to like fifteen bucks. Right, less like, than look, less yeah. than fifteen. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much how much the difference is between mock and and, and uh, you know and loose when it comes to Hasbro's. All right. I, just, I literally started getting them again because I still wanted to fucking play with them. That's how big of a loser I am. Like I still wanted to like book my own fucking big feds. Like so. That's no, what, I mean, then, then look, I, I did. I did the same thing when I was a kid. I had an AWA ring, which became really oh, valuable. Oh, I kind of wish that I didn't get crazy with the fake blood and ruin the canvas. Um. And my heart here, Tony. I know. I dude, I used to use my He Man figures as wrestlers. They were the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and they worked well with the AWA figures. They were practically the same size. They were the exact same size, basically. So that yeah, so I ruined the shit out of that ring. I wish I still had it. Um yeah. all right, so you, you brought up you brought up Choppy Magoo. And Motsbox says Choppy is off. Turnbuckle throwbacks and KJJ. I'm with you a million percent on the whole CM Punk thread. All right, let's let's get into this. All right. So Choppy McGee on Facebook, former member of the Shining Wizards Network on the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Big old Talentos chipster. Old Talentos. Um, he posted something that was basically trolling CM Punk about the NXT crowd 
and how like, oh, I thought CM Punk was supposed to be a draw, and here he is on NXT, whatever, deadline, and the crowd like behind him was like nobody sitting in the crowd. Like one of those like one of those photos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like he w- he wasn't advertised for the show. He is a draw because he has the last two weeks on Raw the highest rated segments on the show. So like you can't because you don't like him for whatever reason. And I'm not a big CM Punk mark. Like I like him. I think it's really cool that he came back. But I'm not defending him because I'm a CM Punk fucking, you know, loyalist. It was just like such a weird post to make and such a weird stand to take when he wasn't advertised for the show. And the only back and forth that may may have people had people believed he would have been there was the same day going back and forth with Shawn Michaels saying that he missed his flight and Shawn Michaels invited him to the show. Whereas he was probably, I would love to see the number of tickets sold for the MSG show, the Madison Square Garden show after Christmas, after he was announced for it. If it wasn't already sold out, I guarantee you it is now. So, so what- it just, it really infuriated me. And I'm probably, I, I got to pull up the thread um, because it's really, it really bothered me for some reason. I don't know why it triggered me, but it just did. And um, so is it, is it one of those pictures where he's, they're showing hard cam side? He's in the ring. So he's there. Like it's the segment. Um, so like the crowd was, I, I don't know what the number was, but it was probably really light. But blaming CM Punk for it is freaking Seems silly. The dumbest thing ever where like he literally is. And then he's like, what, what do, why did you bring up ratings? I'm like, well, being a draw, like live attendance and ratings go hand in hand. If you're a, if you're a quote unquote draw. So it, it, it was just the most asinine thing ever. And I, I don't know if he hates CM Punk. I don't know if he likes CM Punk. I don't know what. All right. So this is his post. Five days ago. All right, WWE faithful, explain the crowd. For the lack of crowd, that's at the NXT pay-per-view. I thought CM Punk was going to draw people, and don't tell me it was before the show started. It probably wasn't. It definitely wasn't because he's in the ring with Shawn Michaels at the time. But if you want to blame, if you want to, and I even said in in the comments, I'm like, dude, if you want to shit on NXT for not drawing people, go ahead. I'm not going to argue that. But you can't blame CM Punk for it. Yeah. Come on, like, come on, man. Like, come back to me, Chippy. That's a that's a that's a kind of a shitty take. It's, so it's an total, awful take. Total tickets for deadline was five thousand five hundred and twenty-nine at the Bridgeport or the Total Mortgage Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh it looks from the looks of it, it looks pretty full. So I don't know. I guess I don't so, know where he's going on it. Yeah, the picture I'm looking at does have a very empty crowd with CM Punk and Shawn Michaels in the ring. And as far as I know, that was on the show because I watched the show. That was on the show. That was what Shawn Michaels opened the show and CM Punk came out. So unless they did something else way before the show started that I don't know about, then whatever. <laughs> but even so, like, even if they got a thousand people, Right? Like, CM Punk was not advertised for the show. Yeah, like, if you're going to say, like, oh, all these people shitting on AEW for not drawing, look at NXT. That that's that could possibly be a valid point to make. But to blame it on somebody who wasn't even booked? 
showing up and then saying, look, this guy couldn't draw anybody? Ah, fuck off. Like, it was... All right, so the show was on Saturday. He wasn't being potentially teased until after SmackDown on Friday night. So, like... And then... And then um, uh, and, oh, God, this was the most comical thing ever. So... <laughs> I say there wasn't even a sniffy show up till after SmackDown. He was the highest rated segment on Raw, so yeah. And he's like, dude, stop. Before you get triggered, I love both products and I defend both companies. But the WWE marks have been praising CM Punk, but when but when he was in AEW, he was the shit. Come on, bro. Also, ratings don't mean shit anymore. The ratings that both AEW and WWE are pulling are a joking comparison to WWE and WCW in the 90s. Their main focus is social media, merch, and attendance. And I'm like, and I respond like, what, what the actual fuck do the nineties have to do with 2023? You want to shit on NXT? Fine. But CM Punk cannot be playing for the poor house on a show. He wasn't even advertised for and has never been on dude. Fucking stop. But it wasn't, it, it really wasn't a poor house. Right. They, they sold all available tickets. Okay. In a smaller arena, like a, a total mortgage arena in, in Connecticut. I don't know what the actual amount is but i just I'm, I'm just looking at my own recent experience here when aew is failing to sell a quarter of the target center with with their wednesday night their big wednesday night show and then you get more than that at the nxt show in, in bridgeport the total mortgage arena like it, it's just not the 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 comparisons aren't there they just yeah, aren't. it was it was a it was like may have been like the worst take i've ever heard in my entire life and I've had a lot of I was gonna bad say, there's takes a lot, myself. There's a lot of attack, t- takes out there. Yeah, I, and I listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm the proprietor of of a million bad takes, probably. But this one, like I, I don't know why it bothered me, but it did. I hate people putting blame on people that don't deserve it, and without anything to back it up. Like it bothers me, and I'm probably I, I've probably done it. It's just Tony. It just it grinds my gears, Tony. Chipster did it. It's a fucking bad take. Terrible take. It's a bad take. That's why Phil doesn't keep him around anymore on the show. <laughs> Hell no, I, I, no, I like Choppy. It's just that yeah. it's a fucking bad take. It is what it is. Look, we've all had bad takes on the show. I don't think any of them have ever been as bad as this one. <laughs> blaming CM Punk for a show that he's never been on. And that he wasn't advertised for, for a quote unquote poor house. Yeah, based on a, a a picture that was probably photoshopped anyway. Yeah, but Kevin, you have to understand one thing. Neither one of these companies has drawn the ratings that WWE and WCW did in fucking nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety eight. It's not a fair comparison, though. It's the worst comparison you could ever freaking make. Right. Yeah, you can't compare nineties TV to. <laughs> 2020 TV is just well, not. Why you bringing up ratings? Because if, if you're, because you got the he got the highest segments on Raw back to back weeks with that he's been on. Obviously he he's basically on Raw every other week now, but the the two shows that he's been on since his return were the highest rated segments, jumping up like three hundred thousand viewers right. both times. Well, and so it, like, even, that's to, a, that's what that's a draw, man. To even say that ratings don't matter is is. It's completely inaccurate. Like TV is TV is different now than it was 100%, yeah. but right. 
television companies sure as shit care about ratings because ads care about ratings. That's how you get advertisers. And to think that they care about social media more than they care about ratings is... So they would rather have CM Punk talk to Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels talk to CM Punk as opposed to gain 300,000 viewers for a quarter hour? Are you out of your balls? Like, like, like what? Come back to I me. love when Kevin says, are you out of your balls? That could be my favorite stand. <laughs> I, I like I, like I was just going to go to Mott yeah. I was so upset when I read that I literally had to go for a walk. It was so bad. And then... <laughs> The responses just made it worse. Walk Thank it you. off. Walk Thank it you. off, Milwaukee. Yeah, Thank dude. Milwaukee, Tom. Thank you for me stressing you out so much that you had to get steps in. Yeah, please. If Chippy Magoo is fucking sending you over the edge, bro. I was probably drunk. Oh, no, I wasn't blaming you. No, but I'm telling you, sober or whatever, in any sort of inebriated state or any sort of sober state, I couldn't believe what I saw when I saw that. Yeah. No, it was a shitty take. Terrible take. Really shitty take. How awful take. Listen. Go on, Tony. I can't tell you how great WWE is right now. I can. I mean awesome. Yeah, I know. Like just looking at like who's positioning themselves at the tops of the cards right now. I mean, and all the possible stories that we have going on. I mean, You've got Cody Rhodes wanting to finish his story. You got Seth Rollins who's like the champ who doesn't want who doesn't want CM Punk around. You got CM Punk who wants the main event WrestleMania. You've got Randy Orton who's back in the picture telling everybody daddy's home. McIntyre. Dude, yes, and he's pissed off and he fucking hates everybody and fucking Damian Priest is still dangling, dangling around sending your money in the bank. Yeah, and there's so many people on this roster now that have been way more relevant than they've been in forever and Since everybody's yeah like, and the, but they're so intertwined right now it's amazing every, you it's literally like the, the cliche in the attitude era was even though i know matt fucking hates the attitude era but the cliche about pro wrestling was it was a male soap opera it was a soap opera that you like that's what this is this is everyone interacting with everybody stories intertwining with stories yeah is everything perfect no but come on nothing's going to be perfect. You're going to have your mid-card stuff. But everyone's doing something again. Everyone. You got freaking Akira Tozawa doing this weird little dance like freaking Prince Nana that is getting over. And then the dude, they calls him nasty. And it's funny. It's there's like, Dominic Mysterio is incredible. Jay Uso has, he's got his yeet back. Freaking uh, LA Knight, AJ Styles. You got like the judgment, it's just everything is running. Like I look forward to watching Monday Night Raw. The Miz is a babyface, and people actually like him. The Miz is actually giving Gunther a run for his money, man. This is—it's all good shit going on right now. Yeah, we didn't even mention Gunther and how, like, potential world champion that he's going to be one day, one belt or the other. It's only—it's only a matter of time before he. Like, I, I'm, I'm getting so excited talking like about Like, you it really, like, honestly, like, you really don't know what's going to happen when January comes around and the Rumble happens. You, you really don't know. Don't know. And, and and I did, I, I, oh, God, again, I'm, I'm ramped up, HK, so forgive me. Um, This Royal Rumble, they don't have to bring back anyone as a surprise to make me care about this Rumble. Everyone always loves, 
like rumbles are about the surprises. Like who's going to come back? Like if you're it, it, all right, so maybe hurt guys on the main roster. Like if you want to bring back a Braun Strowman or if you want to bring back, like even if you wanted to keep AJ off, those would be cool surprises, but those are main roster surprises. They don't, I did a, a list of 30 guys that you could put in this rumble and not one of them was a surprise. And I would still be all in on this rumble, all in on it. Like, see, like CM, they're top two guys, CM Punk, Cody Rose. Like, those are obviously like your two like favorites, right? Like, if you had the betting odds, Brock Lesnar, if you want to bring back, like, it's insane what they can do. They don't need to bring back any nostalgia response. Like, they they probably will, but they don't need to. Right. Like, if they want to bring back, like, resign Ziggler and bring him back, cool. Like, whatever. But, like, it's nuts what they can do right now like yeah. with the rumble and how how deep this roster is from top to freaking bottom from like santos escobar to like it's everyone Car- i don't i haven't seen carlito i wonder if carlito's hurt i haven't seen him on tv in a while well he was hurt i don't know if it was because he was legit hurt and if that's the case awesome on them for keeping him off tv for a few weeks like, well you know who's going to be out off of tv for another nine months oh that's God, what a heartbreaker. And I've got to, even though we're not even talking about the woman yet. <laughs> the, 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 the damage control stuff, the Becky Lynch, even Nia Jax is like getting. All right, pump your brakes. All right, yeah, that, that, was a, loud. Uh, that was a reach. That was a reach. That was a reach. Your whiskey throttled that bitch, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> I blame that airplane model of Jameson for that one. <laughs> I, think, I think you're, no, you're but, right. You're right, though. So go ahead, Tony. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You got the floor. No, I was going to say, I, I think that you're right. I think that uh, both of you guys are right. They're intertwining. Everybody's doing something, but it, more than everybody's doing something, everybody's doing something intriguing. Yeah. And, yes. and the, op- the options that they're going with are intriguing, and it makes watching their TV very compelling because the more you watch the more your mind is open to other options of where they could go next, which makes you want to wonder, which makes you want to watch, which makes you want to watch more and see what happens next. I love that different things are intertwining. I thought, so I, I, again, I've been buried in shit, didn't get a chance to watch SmackDown. I watched like the, the highlight, right? The, the, the highlight video and even like simple stuff like Carmelo Hayes interacting with Kevin Owens. Yeah. Very fun. Like, like just the segment itself. Made me laugh my ass off when he was when when Kevin Owens turns to I forget her name now but Kevin Owens turns to he's like what is little broing I don't think I just little bro like it fucking yeah. it's amazing but like that's another layer that it, and they're just everything is 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 kind of working together and it's 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 beautiful man they they are doing an amazing job it was awesome the Carmelo Hayes stuff like 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 you're not gonna punch me in the face like he like like that kind of thing like stepping up to like a made man like Kevin Owens saying listen you're not gonna punch me in the face like that was just like i mean kevin owens is gonna beat him um but like this is kevin owens tournament to lose by the way i'm just throwing that out there kevin owens is is winning this and he's gonna fight logan paul um but and like what maybe i don't care about some of these people yet like like a shotzi blackheart or a mia yim like maybe I don't care about them right now, but at least you're giving me the chance to. Right. Like you're putting them on an eight-man tag team with Bianca Belair against Damage Control next week. Like you're giving me a chance to care about these people that 
that literally were like on like main event and syndicated shows like seven months ago. No. You're giving me a chance to care about these people. And that's all I could ask for when it comes to talent. Just give me the opportunity to care about them. And Triple H and whoever's writing the shows back there has have done that with every single person on this ride. Even Karrion Cross is getting freaking vignettes now again. Right. Like they're but making they're... me care about Karrion Cross again when he was in a freaking which I defended by the way, in a freaking Viking suit getting beat by Jeff Hardy on his main roster debut as the NXT champion, which I defended uh, at the time. And there's uh, there's like to your your point, they're they're not only giving you an opportunity to care about them, they're also giving you a reason to. I mean, like that's that's the other thing that goes hand in hand. There's there's a lot of different times that they give you an opportunity to right. care, but maybe not a reason. Now they're giving you, you. Now they're doing both, and and it's it's making it's making the product so much better. The opportunity has to be there before the reason. Like you have to put them on my TV before, at least to get that ball rolling. And then once you develop whatever they're doing and give you a reason to care about them and to be engaged in what they're doing. That's like that. I mean, that's wrestling one on one, but it's also like in this day and age, after we've been conditioned to so much bad shit from WWE, it's also like the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah. Like, you, this is what they should have been doing all along, but because the crotchety old man still thought farts and boobs and, you know, poop and stuff was funny. And there's oh, nothing wrong with farts and turds and poop and boobs and. Oh, whatever. no, it's. it's a, no, they're all hysterical. I love them all, but <laughs> but it's just not what I want in my WWE show. Like I don't want guests. I don't want the. I love the Muppets. I don't want them hosting my Monday Night Raw, even though that was great. I was but, gonna say like, that's, I, a, that's the wrong. Place. That was the wrong hill to die that's on. Long yes. jump, yeah. Because I'm a Muppets mark. <laughs> Me too. But like, like I don't want guest hosts every week. Like I want no. compelling wrestling product. And now, and also, let's let's give credit to where credit is due. And uh. Like having like the the general managers back, it's done. It's been it's being done the right way. Oh my god, they they've been great. The yeah. two of them, uh, Pierce and um and Nig- Nigel, Jesus Christ, all this fucking all. <laughs> you, you. By the way, a combination between like racist and British, but it, it's it's just British. <laughs> like... Timeout aside, by the way, I don't know if you were annoyed, KJG, and I forgot to bring it up. Ian Riccoboni, and I love Ian Riccoboni. I think him and Caprice do a great job. Fantastic job. He annoyed the shit out of me doing All commentary. Right. So For one reason. You know the I reason. I don't know if I do because I watch a lot of this with no sound. Oh! 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 That oh! bothers me to no end. Yep. Every move was oh! That's what... With all due respect to, to all the independent wrestling announcers out there, play-by-play guys, that's what independent wrestling announcers do. Don't do that. And the bad ones. Don't do you that. I don't know why. He's never done this before. I've Maybe, never noticed it. Do you think it's from Tony Khan? I don't like, know, man. It, over, it's, like, it was bad. Everything was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, you don't, the move puts itself over. You don't have to say, like, talk about it. Yeah, but don't. Yeah, commentator. Give me a what a maneuver. Give me something else instead of just yelling. Give me an esophagus, if you will. Well, the the the, the color guy could do the woes and the that kind of bullshit. I don't like but that either. I don't yeah. love it, but your but your play by play man should always be your straight man. Just call just calling the action. 
the the guy could be like, all right. So say like the the color guy does want to react to it after the play by play guy announces like says the move or whatever, and then he, he can be like, instead of just being like, whoa, he could be like, whoa, Riccaboni, what like like you know what a maneuver or whatever like, like or something. <laughs> <laughs> or something way more clever than that. Insert oh, the cliche McMahon statement. <laughs> yes, that's right. But like, I, I I agree. Like, if if it's his natural, but like you said, he's never done that. So I I find it a very hard time believing that that's his natural reaction. It's probably something that has been forced on him, or something that it's got to be that. It's got to be like he's been told to. To, to do that because that's he's never done it he knows better he's one of the smartest people i've ever met in my entire life so like he it's got to be something that that's been pushed on him to like put over the move but when you when you when your whole show is full of spots like yeah like, the whole okay. the show it, the whole show yeah uh i, I know this is going to be a sharp turn but i wanted to run pat this past you obviously tna is coming coming back uh Read a little bit today that there's speculation. Speculation. Six sided ring. No, oh. I've heard they're not bringing it back. I've been on good authority that they're not bringing it back. They're not. Oh. No. Miss. And I don't. And I don't hate them for it. I'd love to see the six sided back. Yeah, but the problem is all the boys that have talked about the six sided ring. It's all the same story. Yeah, it made us unique, but it hurt like hell. Yeah, and it was tough to run. It was tough to navigate. The ropes were super tight. Like yeah. it was just. Now, if they did a no holds barred eight sided ring, I'd be down for that. What? Like, like what? Like a fucking UFC lions den? No, like battle of the tough guys, Zeus versus Rip. Oh, I see. It was an eight sided <laughs> ring. All right, ring the bell for yourself. There you go. <laughs> Nailed oh, it. Tink. Oh. I, I love I love this the the six sided ring. I would love to see him I would love to see him bring it back. No, it looks cool. I want to see you take some bumps in one though, and then you can tell us what you think. I I would I would not mind taking a bump in a six sided. I've not taken a bump in a, in a six sided ring. The thing that confuses me is why I understand the rope situation, but the actual like the mat there should it should not be a harder bump to take inside that ring. Yeah, I never heard about the bumping. Oh, AJ Styles is on record saying it hurt like hell. Yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard him say that. And I just I just don't understand why because the the padding's the same. Yeah, but the spring probably isn't the same. Yeah, you know? there's no spring in. There's no spring in a ring. No, there, well, there used to be, but what I'm talking about is the action in the ring itself. On a four corner ring, it's easy when you have the when you have the beams going straight across. Right. How do you set the beams up in a six sided ring? You I'm just to don't. Think if I ever saw that happen, and I can't. Like, what does the construction if... look like in a six-sided right. ring? In a four-sided ring, it's easy. They go across. It's yeah. simple. Six-sided ring, not so much. I, I do I do agree with Tony that we're like, everything is probably more compressed. Like, if that's the right word. Like, because of the, of the, the, the shape of the ring, whereas like a square is easy to navigate. It's so easy to like. But it's not even that. Like, when. when well, not like... navigate, but like. Construct. But like you, like both of you have put a ring together. Like you know how it goes. You put the yeah. cross beams and you put the wood and the padding and everything on top. The only thing I could say for this is like maybe they did have some sort of spring apparatus in the middle because the old springs, the old rings would have beams that would kind of meet in the center, and they would connect to the spring, and the spring would you know bounce as you bounce. 
but they haven't made at least as far as I know, they haven't made those rings in forever. AWA you know? was probably the last one to use the spring in the middle. Well, I could tell you ECPW was I was uh, just going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, the, the the ring that used to be in the main, you know, the, in the arena area was a spring-loaded ring. And the pain in the ass was pretty much like every training session, somebody would have to get under the ring and fucking move the spring back over because it would shift. And when it shifted, it didn't want to bounce anymore. And when it didn't want to bounce anymore, you fucking landed on concrete. What about Sucked. the ring that that we put together that failed in uh in uh Oh, in in fucking in Patterson? Oh, was it Patterson? Yeah, it was Patterson. It was Don Bosco. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. was that? Did that have a spring? I don't remember. Uh no. The problem with that ring is it didn't have the cross like, cables underneath to keep the posts from collapsing, which is exactly what happened. Yes, and it also didn't have actual mat to cover the Yeah, the yeah. plywood. Handsome Kevin, I don't know if you know this story. We uh, we helped set up the ring for an ECPW show once. No, this wasn't ECPW. This was no, a, no, it was. Fier- it was a Carmine I, show. I thought it was a Fiero vehicle. No, no, it was a hundred percent a Carmine show because Carmine was not there. He he hired some other dude to be in charge of it. It was okay the because this had that was the Candido show. Can- that was Crowbar and Sabu in the main event. Yeah, and it was like it had all the I it had all like Fiero's guys like Judas Young. It had. Well, Judas Young was also an ECPW guy, too. The Bengal kid. Um, uh, Yeah, and um, shit, what the hell is his name? Ryan Wing was on the show. uh, Uh, Anyway. Chino Chino Martinez. Yeah, so we were setting up the ring, and I go to the guy. I go, where's the padding? He goes, what? I go, where's the padding? He goes, oh, the canvas is there. I go, no, dude. After the wood goes down, the padding goes, and then the canvas goes. Oh, we didn't have any padding. We all went in the back in the in, in like one of the closets in the gym and we found the gym. It was yeah. like a it was like a separated gym by the by a, a partition. So we ha- we found their wrestling mats. The the two inch ones, yeah. the ones that are hard as shit, but they they go down on the floor to keep mm-hmm. you from really breaking your back. And we had to use those and they didn't even reach the fucking apron. Whoa. They were like so, in sections. So it yeah. wasn't like one thing that you just rolled out. Like, we had to yeah. duct tape them together, and I, yeah. I had to go. I'm like, dude, I'm like, nobody take bumps on the apron. I'm like, you will fucking kill yourself. I'm like, dude, keep it, it in the ring. We finally I- get the ring set up. Uh, one of the dudes hit the ropes, and we heard a bang. I go, what the fuck was that? I go, oh, maybe the ring's just settling. I hit the ropes, and the fucking post went boink. Because <laughs> underneath, they didn't have the support cables that go around the post to keep them from doing right. that. Didn't we have to use like bungee cords? Like, did it like Chris Candido? Fucking, oh my God. I don't know who went to Home Depot. They bought 50 bungee cords and they wrapped them around the post thinking it was going to hold it in place. The first match goes, it's a triple threat with like light heavyweights and the first dude that hits the rope, bang, and they all fucking went flying. (laughs) And and I remember like, uh, this is like one of the great, uh, HK, I'm in high school, by the way, at this point. I'm a senior in high school. Okay. Um, and Chris Candido was on the show, one of my favorites ever. And I'm pretty sure, like, he was like adamant about like telling people, "Don't run the fucking ropes." Yeah, like, like don't run the ropes. And then in that match, they did first it match. The, it was the first match. Yeah, the light heavyweight match. The guys who used the ring to fly around. Now what? Did, now did were there more matches after that? Before? Oh yeah. Fix it. Oh no! Yeah, they, yeah. Well, I think at halftime they kind of fixed it up again, but people weren't really using the right. ring the way they should. It wasn't like totally destroyed after that match. It was, it was fucked. Just, it was fucked. Okay, and like I remember like Candido being like, 
fucking mm. I told these motherfuckers don't run the ropes. Yep. And then um and then like he came out and like I think Crowbar even sat I think Yeah, during was, like, intermission they they fixed they, it up again. They, they managed to patch it up. It up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, god, that was like that's literally my favorite moment in wrestling ever because I was a backstage interviewer and I interviewed Chris Candido and then like he just like face mushed me and oh, I tell the story all the time but I just love it. It, it it tickles me every time I bring it up and then all the boys after his promo in the back just started clapping like he cut like one of the fucking best promos like like why why is this guy not in WWE still fucking click yeah uh. <laughs> the uh my my favorite part of the whole night well actually two of them but my real real like top of the line for me i said to matt i said we should get the fuck out of here dude i'm like this is bad he goes no we're staying somebody's gonna fucking die and i want to be here to see it how do you argue against that what about when pat cobb was like the ring announcer oh milo Yambag. he was yeah milo Yambag. sorry about that uh was the ring announcer and the bell that we had was a fucking hotel i still have it it's not this bell but it's a bell like this it's up in my attic <laughs> which is really fucked up because i have no idea where this bell came from it was a triangle match which meant that like it wasn't just like one fall didn't end it and then our buddy rang the bell after like the fall, and then I thought it was Tommy Fierro came up. No, it was it was a uh, it and was said a no. This is a, a uh, not a triple threat. This is a triangle match. So it like they really like shit on on uh, on the silo virus bag, and like literally like like threw him under the bus in front of everybody. My other favorite my other favorite moment, Ryan Wing. All right, so we were up like in the crow's no, this nest. Was N- this was NS something. This wasn't ECPW. This was no, NS- no, 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 no. This this was this was SSCW. This was a Carmine show. Yeah, this was a hundred percent a Carmine show. Because yeah. that's how he roped us into fixing the ring. He's like, ah, oh, if you guys set the ring up, well, you guys could work out before the show. Yeah, that didn't happen. What was <laughs> um, what was what was <laughs> other one? There was ISPW, and there was a like, uh, or maybe it was a Carmine thing, but it was like no, North- it was NWS was um fucking NWS. what's his nuts? That was uh, Gino Moore. Oh, okay, maybe I, NWS I was Gino Moore. Okay, another guy, rest in peace, who got fucking shut out of business. Um, so there was a crow's nest up in the gymnasium, right? So we all wound up sitting up there watching the show, and they had the curtain set up, but the curtain was set up in front of the entrance to like the locker room. So there was a little bit of a cubby space, like maybe three by three between that door and the curtain. So when the guys were getting ready to come out, they'd stand in that little space. And fucking Ryan Wing, I will never forget to this day, one of the fucking funniest, most disgusting moments ever. He yells up. He's like, hey. And when I look up at him, he takes both hands, goes to town down his, the front of his tights and gets a good wiggle. And when his music hits, he goes out and starts high-fiving everybody. <laughs> I'm like, this dirty motherfucker. You know who the first person who he high-fived was, Kevin? Donnie. Matt? Donnie was in the front row and he fucking high five Donnie. Donnie F? Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> oh my god, him? dude. Hey, it was a different time, bro. What are you gonna <laughs> Did you ever did you ever tell him though? Did... Who, Donnie? I'm yeah. sure he knew. Uh no, how did you know if you didn't tell him? <laughs> I mean, if he's in the car and ride home and he's got his hands at ten and two. <laughs> <laughs> That would smarten him up. Fucking Ryan Wing, man. He really made me laugh. Dude, 
one of my favorite. It was a long ever, time ago. What are you gonna do? <laughs> when he was on my birthday show, dude, I was a big Ryan Wing mark. Huge sure thing, Ryan Wing. Oh my god. I remember sending him an email on like uh on AOL or something saying, Hey man, do you know someone else is using the sure thing gimmick? Of course and you did. I, I think I'm doing I think I'm doing a nice thing. Little little do I know he's like this fucking little mark. <laughs> Little fucking twenty-one-year-old fucking, 21 fucking douche. Like, I was probably even younger than that. But like, I'm like, someone else is. Oh, you know what? Because it was on MTV. It was when MTV would do like, so you want to be a wrestler type thing on like TRL or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. And someone used the name Sure Thing as a manager, and I remember reaching out to Ryan Wing, saying, "Hey, man." You see that guy using your gimmick on fucking uh, MTV? And he's like, go the fuck away, you stupid loser. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, I did, but, you know. Ah, And then he was on my birthday show, and it was fucking awesome. Oh, he's he's a fucking treat, that kid. (laughs) The biggest, I will say this, though, and I respect him for it. But I was down at a show in Wildwood, which I'm pretty sure was a Tommy Fierro show. Oh, most likely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I went up to to get a, a a sure thing Ryan Wing shirt. I didn't have enough money, and I but I still said like, like, hey man, I want I really would like a shirt. I only have you know the shirt was probably like what 15 bucks. I probably only had 10, and he wouldn't sell it to me <laughs> for 10. <laughs> He's like, I only have 10 dollars. He's like, ah, sorry about that. <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> it was like. It was like James Storm. Like, sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, man. You should have You should have said, but I'm the guy that told you about the other sure thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saved your career for another week. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> but but I told you about the other. <laughs> I did that. You owe me. You owe me. Know what it was? I spent the five dollars on a fucking Polaroid with Alpha on the boardwalk. So well, money well spent. <laughs> Holy shit! My goodness. We got anything else we want to talk about before we pull this train into the station? Um, let me see. AEW, anything AEW related we want to talk about? No. No. Not really. No. I think we shit on Impact, AEW enough silly. for one night. Oh, you want to talk about New Japan? Apparently, 15 different Japanese companies formed some sort of United Japan thing. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? I have no idea, Shane Helms. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with that? (laughs) I'm sorry. I couldn't let that one go. (laughs) Oh, no. I expected it. I don't know. They probably just all got together. Oh, yeah. Motspock reminded me. Kenny Omega's out indefinitely with diverticulitis. Hey, let yeah. me ask you a question. Sure. Did he do something in the video game where he was making fun of people with diverticulitis? Because I, I thought I saw some shit going around about that, where like it's karma because he mentioned it or made fun of somebody who had it or some shit. There was somebody. Somebody had it in wrestling. There's, there's, well, I mean, there, Brock Lesnar had it. Right. There is, yeah. There you go. There is a connection there, uh, with it within the video game. But I believe what they. They ended up pointing to was Kevin Owens maybe had a finisher that had of the same name yes. at, at a certain point, and that's that's how they 
Diverticulitis? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that's that's how they that's how they went. No, it wasn't a shot at Lesnar. It was, you know, it was a, a Kevin Owens situation. So okay, yeah, because I thought it was pretty shitty. I mean, like, look, like as much as I brag on AEW, like diverticulitis is a fucking pretty serious deal, and and we all know Kenny Omega has been banged up for the past couple of years. So I mean, it's just really shitty. It sucks. It really sucks. So. Hopefully, speedy recovery for him, and you know, I just I just hate to see that with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was in a. I mean, they were supposed to be uh, fighting uh, Ricky Starks and uh, uh, Big, Big Cass Bill. at a yeah, yeah. pay per view. So, oh, that's I mean, oh, okay. I'm sure the young bucks will step up. One thing I want to slide in here before we uh, before we we pull it and slide one smooth up in there. Uh, oh yeah, I read. I read a comment, uh, I think it was yesterday before, from Mark Marrow, who obviously everybody knows I, I love Mark Marrow, uh, when he found out that Sable was cheating on him. Oh, I love this story. And he said, <laughs> he said as soon as he found out that she was cheating, she, he was going to find the guy and, and, and beat the hell out of him and all this other kind of stuff. And then he says, and then I found out it was Brock Lesnar and gave me a full, a full new understanding of forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking laugh my ass off because I love I love Mark Marrow and to read that and he's like now especially with all the good that he's doing out there like he's he's tremendous but to read that story and first like a whole new understanding of forgiveness I went yep (laughs) I'm with you buddy boy (laughs) yeah poor Mark Marrow the wild man. I got nothing else, boys. I'm just looking at the notes to see if there's anything on that. But don't forget, we are the Shining Wizards. Please okay. go to go to where you listen to us. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Do everything. Put your Spotify on in the background and just let it play all day. Help a brother out, would you? Maybe check out the Patreon. Yeah, go to patreon.com slash wizards podcast. We are revamping the Patreon for 2024. So keep your eyes open and your eyes peeled and ears open and ears peeled. Pay peeled attention. Eyes and ears? I don't know. Pay attention. Yeah, you because you see with your eyes and you hear with your ears. and Keep your nose open, too. Not that we're doing anything with odors except for me ripping my ass every once in a while on the show. Oh, my God. Smell-O-Vision coming to the Shining Wizards in probably, 2024. Probably yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Probably a bad idea. Yeah. For, for our protection and yours, people. Uh, mostly yours, but yeah, uh, yeah, just probably not bring that back. Yeah, protect us a little bit, too, though, you know? A couple quick uh, hits before we uh, pull the train <sighs> to the station. AWCJ Perry, a.k.a. Lana, hospitalized with a finger infection. Oh, um, get it out of Mero. Get, Mero, get it out of... <laughs> Bone marrow. I knew Why? where you were going. And then you said marrow. And I went, oh, no. He took the wrong exit. Apparently, she did, too. Well, speaking of she, because she, duh, oh, boy. signs, Fucking boo. signs a, a contract with TNA Wrestling, which, of course, is, is Impact Now. And EC3 will face Matt Cardona NWA World Title Death Match coming up. So there's some quick hits there, boys. I wanted to find more about that 
that Japan thing? Do we know it? Because I'm actually kind of intrigued by that. Maybe Mac and yeah, they're doing they're they're gonna do a joint show like once a year or some shit. Like everybody's still gonna run independently, but they're all gonna have some sort of summit. I think maybe in May. If I remember correctly, so it's got to be. It's, so it's got to be like New Japan. It's got to be Noah. It's, it's all be... of them. It's like New Japan, Stardom, Noah, All Japan. Um, D- like, do, does DDT get included in that? I or don't no? think so. Let me see if I can find Japanese wrestling. Unless I'm missing it in the notes, I don't. Mishinoku Pro. Ah. It's the United Warren? Wrestling Federation. That's what it's called. Let me see. Was that uh, Warren Rose? That War, War, Warren Roses? What the fuck was that Rose one? Here, these are who's in it. New Japan, All Japan, Noah, DDT, Ganbare Pro Wrestling, Cyber, I don't know, Big Japan, Dragon Gate, Stardom, Tokyo Joshi Pro, um, and further group members will be considered in the future. Seiji Sakaguchi is the founding chair. And New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to have the ex- is the executive office for this? I don't know. But if, my understanding is everybody's going to be separate. Here, any proceeds from monetized use of iconography shall be split among the group members. Joint events and festivals will be held. There you go. So there you go. Something neat. I'm sure is, Tony Khan will weasel his way in there. Do we have a date for the first show or no? No, this was, it, was just, it was just the facts okay. on New Japan. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Just facts. Dude. Awesome. I wanted to get that in there because uh, I know. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, Lana did. <laughs> which finger uh, is. Uh... Oh, which one do you think? Which one would it be? Let's let's play. I, I think it's a middle action. I was going to say, I, I, I would I would I would guess a middle or a pointer. Got to be middle. It's a longer one. Yeah, but pointer is a little bit more. You know, a little I bit get more it, but you get right like, up in that prostate, you know. Yeah, I get that, but there's not uh, not as much pliability. Maybe she got her whole hand up there and she just jammed her finger on something. A fist infection. Why? Ooh, no, why but just one finger. She called it her small finger. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> on, there's a picture. There's a picture on Instagram somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> Small finger. I never heard the pinky finger called the small finger, so I'm just curious. Well, you know, know. Lana is backward. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) Well, apparently she did too. Where is it? It doesn't happen on her Instagram. Oh boy, can we pull this train into the station? (laughs) Her Instagram is fire, though. I'll pay that much. Of course it is. She's what is she? Flexible, stretchable? I don't know. No, she's got a nickname like Stretchable, Flexible Lana or some shit or CJ. She's like Bendable, Stretchable CJ, isn't she? What's the? It is. It is. It is the. It is this one. Hmm. She. <laughs> it, it is the middle. Oh, this one. Yeah. Uh, oh God! Looks like a fucking carrot. Mine seems some better days too. <laughs> What? Wait, what? 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 All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning into the Shining Wizards. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. Yes. Jesus Christ. Let me See pull this up. Let's get this fucking... Episode what? What is this? 668? This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Executive producer is Manny Kratzo. Our producers are Danny Russoniello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Hi, Five, Tom, Ryan Schwann, Brendan Haney, Mike Peterson, Al Day. 
Kathy Hummer, William Mercier Jr., Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, Keith Parker, and S. J. McDonald. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good.